Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Why can't oh there we go? Couldn't hear myself for a second there. Yeah, really. And from that you're hearing the sweet sounds of I know Brasco and uh we have an intro, bitches. It only took fifty five episodes. Only took fifty episodes. <laughs> but uh we're here. Once again, we are back. Cyrilla's podcast ever episode fifty five. It's your boy C Diddy. Oh, man, makes me sick. And uh we hate everybody. Oh yeah, that's definitely that's, that's a consistent that's, 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 and a constant. I, yo, listen, I, I'm not trying to be funny, yo. Like every day on Instagram, my text messages, some somebody DM me, and they be like, "Yo, I'm 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 on board. I hate everybody too." And I'll be like, "Yo, I, I love it. Like that shit is so dope." We're like mobilizing right now. We're like Magneto. It's, I'm happy that you finally have came over and yeah. see where I'm talking about. Yeah, no, fuck everybody. Society as a whole is just. In the fucking toilet. I don't know how we get it out, but me personally, I don't think it comes out of the toilet. But you know, yeah, that's real, neither real quick, I want to uh, start the show with some a couple shout outs. I want to congrat, con- send congratulations to my uh, my fake bestie Lauren. She graduated yesterday. Congratulations um, on her associate's degree. I'm sure she's going to go work somewhere and get on people's nerves um, effective immediately. So congratulations on that. And then, uh, unfortunately in, in bad news, I want to give rest in peace to two of my friends that I lost this week. Uh, my man, AI from West Philly and my boy, I mean, that was actually killed last night. And, uh, it's just like a constant theme. We've been talking about this shit going back to the fucking Camaro Rob show. It's just like every fucking week at this point, various people, well-liked guys, people with kids, like, Losing their fucking lives And I, I don't know what to make Of some of this shit anymore And it's almost like Philadelphia is like regressing Like Remember that whole thing In the beginning of the year We went the first However many days Without a murder And this and yeah. that And all that shit And that was like Ever since it's like Every fucking week We you know We giving a rest in peace Shout out to somebody But I do want to have Like a quick little moment Of silence for I mean And AI And uh you know, just make sure y'all pray for their families, man. And uh, 
it's just a fucking tragic situation and you know similar type of situations with both of them execution style all that shit it's like that's extreme that's a, that's like a little extreme i mean yeah i don't know because I, I can't speak on it. i don't know the circumstances I, I don't even know these people so yeah you know I, I i i think the way that like our generation handles death is just so weird yeah we talked about that earlier yeah, a little it's bit just, it's like Everybody rushes to social media to like be the first one to post a pic just so they can have everybody commenting on it. Like, what? OMG, what happened? And I see them, them what happens, and I just be like, I don't know what happened, but right. I'm not about to ask that because, yeah. you know, I have class. Yeah, you know, that was that was actually my y'all weird for the week. So we are gonna start the show off with a y'all weird, yeah, like uh, I went to kindergarten, the, the what happened shit. Yeah, it's like, like oh my god, what happened? Like, listen, bitch, the same shit that's know, gonna happen to you if you don't fucking show some respect. That's what happened. Calm the fuck down. It's never that deep. Like, yeah, it's it's ridiculous. I I, I see those and I'm like, did did y'all not have like parents? I I don't know what the what the issue is that it's like you don't understand like. Raised by pit bulls Yeah like the grieving process Is 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 It's just completely skewed now Yeah definitely Because of social media It's like Y'all don't Fuck y'all Y'all don't even give the time For like the family And the friends And the close ones To like Grieve Before y'all start Trying to outpost each other And, and piecing shit together And, and, up, yeah, and doing then, y'all and, sleuth work And then bringing up All of the fake stories And oh no nah, What happened was And it, it just it's a mess, yeah, you know. Definitely. It's okay to just sometimes take a step back, and and it, this is just me and my growth and how I've literally gotten to the point where I honestly, I mean, my growth. I'm like, I, I don't put any of my life on social media anymore, just yeah. because it's like I might post on a story that I'm going somewhere or doing something, but I'm not like doing like no, you know what I mean yeah. because. It's just always somebody trying to put one and two together to come up with 17. and It's just retarded. And it, it like, it's okay for you to just take a step away and not be the focal point. Yeah. And like, there's no reason for you. Like, if, if you have to comment on social media, what happened? That you means you, that you mean ain't, it ain't none you of your business. Yeah. It, like, it just ain't for you. Like, you were really far removed if you ask them what happened. You know, and... Uh, to me, I, again, I, I, I'm not trying to diss nobody or nothing like that, but just it's just a certain uh, what's the word y'all love cloth. You just are from to where yeah. you just don't. And people think cloth applies to street shit. No, cloth applies to just maturity, ignorance. It's just, it's, it's just certain shit you don't need to do. And I, I see, I saw multiple people on multiple pictures posts today. Asking the same shit Same person on the, multiple posts Like the same chick I saw on four different joints like, I'm gonna get these answers one way or another s- Right It's on four different posts She said OMG wait what What happened So you like, telling wait, me you shocked you, you four sh- times You shocked again Cause you <laughs> I'm re-shocked You were shocked 17 minutes ago on my main post And it's like why, why are y'all like this because like, they want to hit their group chats and be like, oh, my God, girl, did you know something? They want to break the news exactly, to their circle. That's what I'm saying. It's like people out like try to outbreak the news to each other. And it's just like, yo, give that man family, his children, his, his wife, whatever, sisters, brothers, mothers, uncle. Give them a chance to go through the thing. You, I've seen people pass away and the, the, the ex-girlfriend or the ex-wife or the, is, is trying to outpost the new girlfriend. And it's just like, yo, like, for what? Yeah. 
And that's where I really just be on the tip, like, yo, Jesus come back. The first thing he got to take, well, the first thing he got to take is, is 76. And then he got to take Instagram. Y'all are terrible with that, John. Instagram just got everybody turned into burnouts. Like, y'all just, like, y'all look for instant gratification for everything. I see the same, like, little meathead heifers every week uh, deleting all they posts and reposting them at more optimal times, trying to get to the desired number of likes that, you know, oh, I got new followers. Let me hit them with this joint. They ain't see this heat right here. I'm going to delete this show and then start over. I, and it's funny because, I, I, like, when I'm driving, the other day I was driving the bus and I, I had to, like, basically make a detour for myself because, like, one of the streets is blocked off. I was trying to get downtown. Cause I start downtown, and I, I cut down the parkway, and I seen uh, what's the place where all the the niggers go now on a parkway? <laughs> all the niggers. It's like a, a outdoor area up on a roof. Oh, assembly. Assembly. It was yeah. Like, they ruined that one. Yeah, it was some. It was some. It was some. You know, <laughs> look, look like a knuck if you buck video was going on. Was, I seen a, like the niggers was in front of assembly, and. You know, you you on a parkway, so it's like law firms and banks and businesses, and yeah. there's a lot of white people in khakis and, you know, One of the most belts. prestigious hotels in the city right there. It's a, it's a lot of that going on, but then in the middle of that, you see, like, a bunch of dreads, and everybody got on Wave Runner 700s, and I'm like, oh, there go the niggas right there. <laughs> Crime mob. Yeah. <laughs> and... I'm talking about, it's like all this life going on and people are on lunch break and doing whatever they're doing. And then I know where I see a group of like five niggas all with their middle fingers up and a, and a nigga taking their picture. And I'm like, oh, that's for the gram right there. And I'm just cracking up to myself. I'm like, oh, that's for the gram right there. Right there. And it just, it amazes me at how it's like, you can't even just go enjoy the, it's a nice day. You about to go up on the deck and order a bunch of shit. You know, it, what, why? You know, like Instagram is, whew. It's a headache. It's a cesspool. Yeah, it's a headache within itself. But uh, you know, rest in peace to them two brothers. Like I said, I, I didn't know them. Yeah, uh, shout out my shout out. Uh, God bless our, today. our OG Big Reed. He called me from Vegas today. This 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 Yo, morning, like, what Reed the fuck is, is going the on? Funny, you, you'll read me in the poker room. Yeah, Reed is one of the funniest niggas on the planet. Yo. I don't know if you ever got a chance to just sit with him and listen to oh, him. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, yo, Reed is, on, since fucking 2001. Reed is funny as <laughs> shit. He fucked with me instantly at a poker room. He just seen me one day, big man, come in, da da da, put me, he do be down Onyx and all this. And we, me, him, and Leek just started talking. He, yeah. I, sometimes I'll literally be like, I got to get at his table just <laughs> for the shit that he be yeah, saying. Yeah, Reed called me today. He said, man, that shit crazy, man. He said, you know, he, he was out the way, man. This was, this is some bullshit, man. He said, that's why I just tell these niggas all the time, just kill your motherfucking selves and let us live. Yeah. Kill yourselves, niggas. Yeah. Like, it's... Uh, I don't know what to say. I was watching videos today on Twitter, like, a lot of shit going on in the country. I saw... Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. 
So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Uh, uh, did you see the cop pull the, the gun on the guy for the Mentos? No. Yeah. The, uh, excuse me. At the uh, convenience store. I forgot what city they were in. He came in, took $60 out of the ATM. He bought a pack of Mentos from the, the convenience store. He was like, how much of these? The cashier said 119 He gave him $20. Off-duty cop came in and was standing behind him. So he gave the guy the 20 I guess they got one of those things where they put the 20 down in the like the feeder. Yeah. Like, you know, like the, the safe, I guess. Yeah. It is. So he was doing that and then was going to get the change. So he had to like walk over here to put that in there. So while he's doing that, that's when the cop came in. So the cop hasn't seen the actual scanning of the Mentos and him handing him the 20. So he comes back up to the register now and the guy takes the Mentos and puts them in his pocket. He's waiting for his change. Yeah. As he does, puts them in his pocket, the cop pulls the gun out. Put that shit back on the counter and get the fuck out of the store. He like, oh, 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 no, I pay for these. Get your fucking shit and get the fuck out of the store. And the, he like, yo, yo, cool out. So the, he, the, the, Cashier gives him the change. Yeah. And the the boy, like, why the fuck would he be giving me change, change if I didn't pay for this? Just randomly. You know what I'm saying? He's like, get your fucking change and go. So he gets the change. Boy, leave the Mentos. He like, and I'm out. I, I fuck the Mentos. He a Latino boy. He like, man, fuck this. Cop to the cashier, like, did he pay for that? He was like, yes. He's like, you sure? He's like, I'm positive. He paid for it. That's why I was getting the change. Yeah. He's like, oh, I apologize. Come here. Get your, and he got the Mentos. He's like, go on, you can go. And went back to just like normal, and now it's the whole. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Yeah, and, and, and fucking Donald Trump got motherfuckers way too comfortable yo, with the so, dumb shit. So, so that was the first issue I seen. Then the next one, it was um, a group of black women. They were on vacation in. It was either Florida. I think it was Florida. They were on vacation. Don't go to Florida. I think it was Florida. They were on vacation. You know how you rent a house like we did when yeah. we went down Miami. They rented a house from Airbnb, I believe it was, and. They were leaving out of the house like it was their vacation was over. They were leaving. One of the neighbors saw them and, you know, tried to talk to them and the, like they ignored her. Yeah. And the neighbor went in and called the cops and was like, there are black people stealing furniture and shit out of this house. They were taking their luggage. So, of course, the cops show up, helicopters and the, the black woman out there snapping like, is y'all fucking serious? Like, and I'm just like. I'm watching these go on, and then I'm thinking about us like killing each yeah. other, and I'm just like, I, I said on Twitter, I'm like, I wish y'all would just stop like killing each other and all the bullshit with each other, because it's like we got bigger fish to fry, way and, bigger. Like, and and y'all don't realize like it's gonna be, it's getting, it's already ridiculous. Five, ten, fifteen years is like. Yeah, man. Like it's getting to the point where you're black, you can't go to the store, you can't go on vacation, you you you, you can't walk home. You did you see the black women in the, at the the golf club? The, I mean, the golf course they got kicked off the golf course because yeah. they said they're moving. You just can't do shit. Yeah, you can't go nowhere. And I'm just like, they kept pumping that scenario like, oh, these black women, uh, they've played golf at golf courses all over the country and all over the world. They're part of a group that's called uh, I forgot what the name of their group is, but they they play golf a lot. Yeah. I'm like, why does that matter? What if it was their first time? Yeah, it shouldn't golf? fucking matter. Nobody has the right to have a civil rights violated that, for no that's reason. What I'm, that's the exact. Tip <laughs> but when I'm you on. black, it's all these contingencies. Like, well, you no, know, he wasn't actually breaking the law, or had, he's never broke the law in his life. Like, actually, he's and it's like, why does that matter? Like, you do know it costs so much ridiculous amounts of money to get access to these country clubs and these golf courses and all that. Like, that's not no easy feat alone. It's an approval process. The whole shit. Like, you gotta some of these places you gotta put in advance two. 
three, four, five years sometimes to be able to even play golf in these places. So why when I show up, it's like, oh shit, we ain't know you was coming. Like, no, motherfucker, I've been playing this shit for 24 months. What are you talking about? Yeah, really. I'm, I'm just watching these issues and watching these things go on. And it's like every day there's a new issue or a new outrage, a new Starbucks, yeah. a, new, a new something. And Did you see the, the the Starbucks shit? They saying that they settled with the city, yeah. but they didn't say nothing about what they settled with Starbucks. No, I knew for. that was going to happen, though, because the city really is like, like, it, like it, the city kind of didn't draw. You know what I'm saying? Like, Well, I just think that it's in the whole thing with the police. It's like. Stop being fucking police all the time and de-escalate some shit. It's hard, though. Like, perfect example. Me and my girl, right? We in AC. Just on the whim, like, going down to AC. And I made a turn. And and my girl was like, why the fuck did you make that turn that wide? And I'm like, I'm a bus driver. <laughs> I didn't even realize that I turned, like, my truck, like, wide as shit. Yeah. It's like, by habit. True story. I'm coming down Walnut Street the, one day. I'm coming from the sneaker store. And I pull up to 17th of Walnut. It was a dude on the corner in a wheelchair. I pulled up and was like, <sighs> and I'm like, oh, damn. I ain't got to pick him up. Because <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm oh, <laughs> damn. I ain't got to pick him I'm up. Because I'm thinking I'm driving the bus. Like, all right, let me pull over, get take my seatbelt off, get out. But it's like, it's just, it's second nature. So it's yeah. like, you know, Carl, uh, I remember. Me, Carl, and Kev, we was out there for that prayer joint that night for the kid. And it's damn near pitch black. We're walking up because it was nighttime. And we walking up. And I remember Kev, he was like, he, he Kev's like maybe 15, 20 feet in front of us. And he turned around because we was walking past Carl Carr. He turned around and was like, yo, you know your stickers expire? And Carl like, what the fuck are you talking? Like, dog, <laughs> stop. We not here for that. Like, turn your turn it off. off. Yeah. Like, it's just difficult. So it's, Yeah, because I'm, like, I'm just thinking about that Starbucks situation. It's like, all right. It's four or five police officers show up anyway. That's overkill from the drive about a fucking dispute about sitting in a fucking public place where people meet and gather but you all day, every day. I get that. But as a black police officer, which there were some black police officers, why you can't say, yo, come here, man. What the fuck is you doing, man? Here's 25 cents. Get a fucking... Uh, Get a fucking cookie and sit your stupid ass down here. You know what I'm saying? Like, why you want to make a big deal about this shit and go about your fucking day? I agree. As opposed now, it's an international incident, and the CEO of Starbucks got to fly here and all this and that because the police don't know how to de-escalate shit, and because the manager is a punk bitch who don't know how to fucking talk to people and just be real. Another issue I saw this week, um, did you see the issue at Colorado State University with the kids on a college tour? <laughs> you you missed everything this yeah. week, I, I don't know how I could. You saw that shit. Two Native American kids. They look Latino, but they was Native American. You know, you go on a college tour. It's a group of y'all. They show up to the college tour late, so when they showed up, they just came right into their group. You yeah. know what I mean? So they don't got name tags and shit. You know how it be. So they're on the the tour, and the tour director is like asking them questions. Both of them are like, what's the word? Uh introverts like they're like they don't they're real shy real shy don't talk and shit which is again your civil fucking right yeah one of the white girls in the tour gets nervous because they're not talking and they showed up late she called the cops yeah these two guys just showed up i don't know i think they're like on you know mission i don't know what's going on cops swarm the fucking shut the university down cops show up and i'm just like Yo, what, when you're a minority <laughs> you can't do jack shit like these young boys 17 so the cops show up 
take all the IDs, searching them and shit. Like, yo, what, should, what you know? What are you doing? The cop straight told him, like, well, yeah, you out in society, you you know, you got to talk. You can't just be quiet. And I'm thinking to myself, like, that's the fuck. That's not a crime. <laughs> like, what? the same thing. Hold on, real quick. The same police tell you, what do you think you say? Can and will be used against you? And then you tell me that I gotta talk. That's no, cool. the fuck, I don't. Justin's back. Justin's engineer. <laughs> Justin's here. Welcome, Justin. Back. Yeah. Say something. What do you want to say, so, Justin? So, did you guys hear about their the the kids' background? No. So they drove. Like they, I knew they drove hours. a far they away. Drove like yeah. Eight hours from New Mexico to Colorado for this tour. That's why they were late. They were like driving, driving. to get there. <laughs> And you know, you know I mean, on an eight-hour multi-state drive, <laughs> and then you, you get, know. then you get a yeah. fucking a SWAT team converge. Yeah, the one, the one kid called his mom crying. His mom was telling him to just come home. You're not going there. So they, they, they spent their own money, like out of pocket. Yeah. Like their family only owns one car, and they're, they're twins. Like these two brothers yeah. are twins. Family only owns one car, so they said, you know, they spent their own money. The family said, drive up there, yeah. take your tour, and then this is what happened. And oh, they held fuck. them. The cops held them long enough for the tour to end. Yeah. And they let them go basically right when the tour finished. And uh, so now everybody, the dean of the school says she wants to meet with them. And I don't want to meet with nobody. And I'm saying to myself, the dean of the school needs to meet with that young girl. Because that, like, yeah. white fear is allowed to just trump any and everything. Yeah. And, and there's no there's no repercussion for that. Yeah, because it's like, you just ruin these kids' whole it, like college it, experience, it's it fucked like, up, but it could be their lives. Yeah, just on the whim that you felt nervous. So it's like, wait, what? Like, why are you so nervous? Why are you nervous? Not to that, mention, Colorado is one of the uh, the safe states for Native Americans. That's what I'm saying, yeah, and it's a it's a fucking there. it's a fucking progressive state. Just yeah. period, as far as the laws and all of that shit. Like, that what shit the don't fuck? We got we got a scared white woman. We gotta take this. What you know, the take fuck, this man? That's what I'm saying. I saw a lot of different joints this weekend. Everything I saw, I kept like making mental notes, and I'm like, white woman with black people on vacation. White wo- white man with a. La- Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba da ba ba ba. Latino guy buying Mentos, white woman with some Native Americans on college tour, and I'm just like, this is nuts. You, 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 minority is getting to the point where you can't do shit. No, you can only go to like six cities, and uh, you might have some bullshit there. <laughs> right. But at the very least, if you in like New York, Philly, D- New York, Philly, DC, Houston, Atlanta, Houston, Atlanta, and LA, you might be able to skate by. Yeah. Fairly unracist. My Philadelphia experience has been fairly unracist for the most part. Yeah. You you just haul off and pop up in uh, Gainesville, Florida. Oh no, <laughs> your <nigga>. ass. <laughs> you show up in Bethesda, Maryland, yeah. and you gonna have some problems potentially. You show up in White Marsh. <laughs> it might go. Like, hold, nigga. Wait a second. Yeah. The fuck you doing up here? I told you the, you the one the interesting thing that was said to me that night was. That night when they uh, had me cuffed out there for the whole credit card shit, the cop, the detective boy was like, I don't get it. You pass a shop right on Ridge and Paoli. You pass a super fresh on Ridge and Domino. You pass a Acme on Ridge and Cathedral. Why do you come all the way out here to our supermarket? And I'm like, beg your pardon? And my girl, my girl, snap up. Fuck you mean your supermarket and I'm like, yo, chill. I'm like, fam, I'm an American. I live in America. Go wherever the fuck I, I want. If I feel like I'm not trying to be funny, if I feel like driving to Fresno 
to go to a supermarket. Yeah, that's within my rights. It's within my. Let me deal with the repercussion of my groceries being ruined when I get home. <laughs> Real, if that's I none of your fucking business. For four days with ice cream. <laughs> that's, that's none of your that's fucking. My that's fucking none business. of your goddamn business, bitch. Mind yours. Yo. Real shit. I don't get it. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> like, leave, leave me the fuck alone. Paul Mooney said he got pulled over. A cop asked him, "Where are you going?" He said, "I'm driving till I run out of gas." <laughs> Period. <laughs> this is what I'm doing. I'm just riding around till I'm on E. Let me get some gas and do this shit. Holy again. shit! Because that's your right. Like that's my God. That's what right. I'm saying. I don't have to be like. The, that's what I'm saying. Like, but with the police shit, like I don't have to be going anywhere. Like the line of questioning that police hit you with when they're trying to. Pin something on you is like so fucking far left, and it's like, how did you even learn this dumbass technique of talking to people? Like, what do you mean? Where am I going? Why does it fucking matter? I'm not committing a crime. I don't have a fucking rocket launcher on my back seat. I don't have a fucking uh an AR-15 in my trunk. But if I do, and I'm licensed to carry, and I'm transporting a weapon, I'm well within my fucking right. Yeah. Leave me the fuck alone. Why are you impeding me from going nowhere? Yeah, really. That's the real question here. Why are you stopping me from going nowhere? Yeah, it's a it's a nightmare, man. And I saw all these issues this week, and still in the back of my mind, I'm just like. We doing it to ourselves. Like all the murders. Oh, definitely. All, like I, I watch these videos of women fighting like nonstop. That shit is crazy, day. yo. The other day, the joint that you tagged me to that luck put up the other day, right? Oh. The funniest comment, and it was it was heartbreaking, but it was funny at the same time. The boy wrote, Damn, these bitches can fight. I cried laughing at that yeah. shit for days, but I'm like, no, it's like unfortunate because these bitches really out here is just brutalizing each other, Yo. and they all mad size beating the shit out of each other. <laughs> Where did y'all get a crew of eight different bitches that all got beef? That's all mad size. How? They was some big. They was some big brawling bitches. They was throwing left like somebody be getting the best of somebody. Somebody else walk up, boom, and they was saying, still off, still off on her. Now she's surprised. Like it shit was going crazy. Uh, they was some big, big women. Yeah, it's like watching y'all act like that. As soon as it get nice, it's like how you don't just go enjoy the day with your kids or sell some liquor in a IV pouch colostomy like, bag. Yeah, like why, like why don't you just go and enjoy the day? Why is the first? Yo, thing? you know the joke. You know the joke. I saw the other. <laughs> the bitch was selling the fucking airplane bottles. Talking about yeah, these, these out. Let me know if y'all. I'm like airplane bottles, bitch. Like this shit's been around eighty years. Like what are you hey, talking real about? Real quick, uh, since we on these type, type subjects of uh, y'all acting a fool, uh, y'all weird man. Can y'all stop with the pretzels? Have you seen what they've done with with pretzels, niggas? They got fucking shrimp Alfredo pretzels, <laughs> fucking pulled pork pretzels. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> I, have you seen some of these pretzels? I saw the, uh, <laughs> I saw like a crab, a the crab, crab meat, yeah, Joe. Crab meat on a pretzel. Like, yo, pretzel, 35 cents. <laughs> Why are we decking yeah, this up? Yeah, my man's going to be $38. Market, <laughs> no, market no, price. No, pretzel, $42, <laughs> fam. has got lobster meat on that. <laughs> it's market price right there. Like, yo, like, what the fuck, man? Like, I seen that shit the other day. I saw a pretzel with shrimp Alfredo shit on it, and it comes in this big, like, foil tin, and I'm like... Yo, nothing, nothing still has beaten for me. The mac and cheese lobster parfait in the fucking little oh, plastic yeah, water ice cup. That was a mess. That was an absolute mess. It wasn't being sold, but do you remember what the funniest food shit ever to pop on the timeline was? The funniest was? food shit. Uh, the, the second I say it, you're going to burst out laughing. 
The Nugget Hoagie. <laughs> the fucking Nogi. Yo, the Nugget Hoagie was one of the funniest fucking things I've ever seen in my life. Dog. Yo. The fucking Nugget Hoagie. Oh, one of, one of the dudes in my job, yo, he's like the fattest nigga on earth. And that's because I'm, I'm saying that. So that's how you know. You know it's, it's stamped. I seen this motherfucker go buy a $5 hot and ready pizza from Little Caesars and then get 20 nuggets from McDonald's and put them on the pizza. He's like, yeah, it's the nugget pizza. I'm like, you're gonna, you're gonna be dead before you're 36. I'm calling the police. <laughs> Yo, I'm saying, I'm calling the fucking police, bro. And I'm and then, all for a 20 piece nugget from McDonald's, but goddamn, bro, that, not that, on the little season. We'll go into it, like, and I'll be telling him, like, yo, you gotta like stop. You know what I'm saying? Because we big dudes. Like, hey, there's like, a lot of big motherfuckers I work with. Like, you gonna die? But it's like, you know, that whole shit this week. You know what I'm saying? I. I Keep it a being with you. Like, I found out this week I have uh, cardiomyopathy is the technical term for it. And it's basically the abnormal function of the heart. So my uh, cardiologist, I had an EKG, then I had a uh, echocardiogram. Yeah. And uh, he says my heart is operating at between 80 to 85%. So he basically attributed, like, high blood pressure, what I'm eating, and then work-related stress. Yeah. So I, I almost quit. That next day, you know, like fuck this, I'm out. Yeah, I'm like, I I just got my taxes. I'm like, I'm gonna make this little forty two hundred do what it do. (laughs) Bust a jug, (laughs) yeah, I'm saying. (laughs) But uh, you know, we gotta take care of ourselves. You know, that's just being real, being serious. Yeah, I've been drinking a lot more water, trying to cut all the bullshit out. You know, I'm saying, get back because I was doing real good at one point, and I just stopped. You know, and. we just we got to take care of ourselves. Shit, shit, so was I. The fuck, I was I was doing fantastic. I was no, down like, like I, I like I lost a hundred and like. Well, well, I was down like twenty something. Yeah, like I like I, I stopped eating. I stopped eating after nine o'clock. I stopped drinking anything that had high fructose corn syrup in it, and I cut out all white grains out of my diet. <clears throat> I lost so much weight so fucking fast. I was down to damn near like my college weight, and then I just ate all the shit back. I don't have a college weight, but <laughs> I'd like to get to it. I don't know what yeah. it is, but uh, yeah, whatever the fuck I was at nineteen, twenty. That sounds trying to like, be that again. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, Ron's coming through. Oh, today? Yeah, he said he's on his way. Oh shit! He texted me where you at? I'm like the studio. He says, Shout out to Ron. I'm on the way. So real quick, before we get into these whole topics, today, <laughs> Ron must have nothing. Going he, on. <laughs> no, <gotcha. laughs> nothing. This is the most that Ross ever popped up on us. He's this is the second time he's popped up on us this year. Yeah. Shout out to Ra. So before we get into all the topics, the the, the the title of today's show is Cancel Kanye, dot, 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 and R. Kelly. Uh, but before we get into all of that, we just want to thank all our supporters and listeners. We did 106,000 downloads in April. Realistically, 120. Yeah, real, realistically, 120. But we'll, we'll, we account for the variance yeah. um, for all I, the I just, advertisers I, I out there. I just found out what the variance is. Like. <laughs> Matt's like, well, what the fuck? Where's the fuck is the other 15,000 downloads? <laughs> I mean, what did you do with the downloads? Because if we got them, then I want them. Run them in, add them to the number. But they explained it, so I, I understand the variance in it. But uh, yeah, you know, so still, all in all, over hundred k for April. We got to be closing in on a million downloads lifetime. I'm, that's not even close. We've been past. That. Oh, we yeah. passed that. Yeah. Oh shit! All right, well, I need to get a cool graphic made and yeah, post no, it on we, Instagram. We've been past that like a long. We might be, honestly, we might be closer to like two. And easily at like one point yeah. five, some shit like. Just where's Migos at at this point? Where's Migos for president? I'll check that. I, I wouldn't be surprised if that's close to half a million. In the yeah, that's, that's probably what I'm half saying. a million. Yeah, like got yeah, it's probably probably at like one point something. 
All right, well, tag this episode with some shit about the Migos. Yeah, but I, I remember when well, we, we was... have to tag it with Kanye and we'll be good to go. Oh, yeah. yeah well, there you go. Lightning rod. Like, I remember when we were doing, like, 30,000 in a month. So it's like, yeah. you know, to be in now where we're consistently the number one podcast throughout yeah. the whole network is like... It's Not excluding nobody. Uh, the sports shows, all that shit. Historically speaking, all right, when you talk about podcasting... One of my favorite quotes from you is, we beat all the shows. We beat the sports shows, the whole shows, the gossip shows, the sucking dick shows. I'm like... All the shows. All the shows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so for those of you that don't know, like when it comes to like the world of like media and sports and, and uh, like recorded media and shit like that, sports trumps all because it's the one thing that like brings everybody together. So on our network, particularly, we have very big sports shows that work like damn near directly with like the e Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Eagles and CBS and like all these other fucking major corporations and shit like that. And we're literally like this little small indie podcast that just works the shit out of our network and gets the most out of people that we know. And people fucking love this show and they tell people and spread it and all of that shit. And it's catapulted us even past the sports show. So that in itself is an achievement alone, let alone to do the shit three months in a fucking row and our numbers to keep going up more and more and more. You made me think about something when you said that and I forgot like, oh, that fast. Sorry. So uh, what was the first thing you said when you started talking, Richard? Oh, sports media trumps all because it brings people together. Blah, blah, blah. I lost it. All right, cool. Whatever. I'll try. Um, so, yeah, over 100K down. It was 106,000 to be exact uh, in April. Probably closer to 120 when you add the variance back in there. But whatever. We'll we'll take that. Uh, thank you to Kicks USA. For those of you that, that have not listened to the Realist Sneaker Podcast Part 1, make sure I go back and listen to that. We need them downloads to be high, 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 high. Yeah. And the, that, the downloads for that show was not included in uh, April's numbers because it was dropped May 2nd. So that didn't even count. So we want to have a banner. Maybe we want to double the number that we just did, just like we did the prior month over month. So uh, make sure y'all listen to the Kicks USA podcast. We're planning on doing that once a month with them going forward. And uh, in a very interesting story, Matt pointed out to me that a fake TRPE popped up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> There's a fake The Realist Podcast well, I, I didn't, Somebody put it on the Put me Because they were look, They hit me on Twitter And was like I'm trying to find your podcast And I'm like Well just type in The word the, the, uh, She was like What's your podcast And I'm like The Realist Podcast Ever She was like I'm trying to find it And I'm like Well type in The Realist, the Realist podcast. podcast Ever And you know So then she sent me That screenshot I was like Is this it And I'm like Did Chad change the logo And not say that So now I'm looking I'm like no, that's that's not it. I'm like, what is that? Where where is this at? In the in the Apple store, Apple Podcast on iTunes. On iTunes yeah. There's a whole nother show called the Realest Podcast ever. Spelled identically. Well, it's not spelled identically, but uh, it's not. Nah, the the is different. So what's a T H A? Yeah. I'll look into it. <laughs> yeah, let's go ahead and get them deleted out of the uh, <laughs> out of the store. They gonna have to find another name. Like like um. Like a month ago, I got a uh, a show trying to steal uh, Fourth and John's name kicked off. So <laughs> let's do this to you yeah. Let's show. go ahead and get them out of here. So uh, shout out to the two random country bumpkins running that show. Um, I'm gonna need everybody to go ahead and leave one star ratings and nasty comments on their feed, much like I did earlier. I'm petty like that. It's super petty. And uh, yeah, so they gotta go. So shout out to the fake TRP. They're two episodes in. Let's make sure that they don't get two more off.
Thanks, Just. <laughs> Just do a thumbs Back to you in the studio, Just. <laughs> uh, y'all are funny, man. But uh, uh how how was your your week? Like other than my that, week fucking sucked. I told you I was sick for most of the week. Yeah, my I week got, fucking sucked, man. My allergies, like people don't understand, I got real bad allergies. Like they kick in to overdrive. Normally yeah. it's in April, but with the delayed weather, like this week when it finally hit ninety, and you yeah. can like see the pollen on the cars. Man, I came out though. I was a mess the other day. So, so I've been dealing with that shit all week. Yeah. I'm actually still, you see me with all the halls and ginger ale, <laughs> and I'm still going through it. But, um. My life is so boring now, yo. I'm literally like living for the weekend. Like, I'm looking forward to the weekend, like every week. Like, all right, I get paid. We're going to do a party. I'm going to make some more money, hopefully. Like, every weekend is like the same shit. And it's like, I'm trying to like find some other stuff to occupy my time. Um, I'm waiting on, uh, I got all my paperwork and all that back for uh for my LLC for my real estate development company and all that shit. So I'm trying to like find a property soon. Um, but I got like a couple more niggerific expenditures to get out the way. So once those are done, then I'm back being a real estate mogul and then I can fucking uh find something to do with myself uh Sunday through Thursday. I want to get into that, man. Like honestly, it's yeah, we gotta make that happen. I was talking to my man uh Co a couple weeks ago, and he like is adamant about like wanting to start a uh, like an investment group to whatever. To it's like everybody throw in five, ten grand or whatever. You get twenty people. Everybody throwing five grand. You got a hundred bands, and then you just work it, work it, work it. Then when you get to a certain number, everybody get a disbursement, and then you go back in and do another project or whatever the case may be. So that might be something that we could talk about. I didn't know if I wanted to do that. I oh, mean, okay. Like me, like like I like. At a max two to three people because you know the prof- the profit margin you know what I mean like like the whole thing with the hard money lenders and all yeah, that. Yeah, I don't yeah. really want to do that because it's like you're not gonna see the the big you know what I'm saying the big reward at the end of it so it's like I, I more so would want to do like I will talk about it all. yeah well I mean if you do if you do hard money lender and it's limited to like I don't want to do that that's what I'm saying no nah, that's the fucking best way to do it like I want to like put the bread up like nobody smart puts their own money up. Well, but the hard money lender is going to take the biggest pot piece of the pot, though. Not necessarily. It's, it just depends. Like, for for example, like, um, <clears throat> and you're talking about the whole thing is any real estate deal is one on the front end, like, it, in terms of how you negotiate the price for the property and then, like, you know, how much you end up paying for materials and what you put into the fucking house because the back ends, the ARVs are going to be what they're going to be. Mm-hmm. So the return value is going to be what they're going to be with the exception of certain shit you can do to drastically change the ARV, which is like a finished basement, adding a bathroom, like usable shit mm-hmm. that people normally don't fucking do. So if you get in at the, you know, at a fair number, like so for instance, like the property that we did uh, in Winfield or whatever, Pay sixty grand for the crib. We ended up going over budget, putting like fifty seven thousand in it. We was at one seventeen, and we ended up selling it for one seventy. Of the initial amount, we had to come with like twenty percent of the money or whatever. So the investor gave us like ninety. We put up a collective thirty, and then you know on the back end, we ended up probably making uh you know once we factored in the monthly payments we probably made like another 35,000 on the back end or whatever but we didn't have to use all our money 
Yeah. So it's like the the whole thing is you have to have an exit strategy with the hard. That's where that's the, with anything. That's though. where the hard money shit gets sticky when you don't have an exit strategy and you just like my cousin got jammed up like that a few years ago. He took forty thousand from a hard money lender, ended up paying a hundred and five back because he defaulted on the fucking loan. They took him to court, tried to take his property because the property was a, a a mixed use property. So they tried to take the fucking property. Like no, fuck you, keep your money. We want your property because that's worth two hundred. And he had to go through all this shit and ended up paying back 105 on 40 when he probably should have paid like 52 on the 40 and he fucked himself badly so that's the pitfalls of the shit but if you like got a good realtor you got a good team that's gonna work get through the work and get in and get out of that shit that's the best way to be able to do potentially multiple properties at once because once you get in with a hard money lender and you prove that you're gonna do what the fuck you say you're gonna do they'll just Give you all types of fucking deals. You can draw your own agreements. You can pay them the fucking interest on the back end. Like you know what I'm saying, like you don't even got to pay the monthly. Like nah, I don't want to pay the monthly juice on the money. I just want to pay all at one lump sum. All right, cool, no problem. They'll do whatever if you prove that you got a system for going through this shit. Philly real estate is just like it's so fucking hard to even Yo, find uh, properties I, at I this told point. You, Nate gonna come up here one of these days. That's. Nate was like, this ain't like no shit y'all doing in like no living room. And I'm like, no, we ain't like a real studio. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to come up there. But he he got like 13 properties. He was telling me the other day, he was like, them days are getting properties for three grand. He's like, that shit is just over now. That shit is super over. Yeah, but he because bought a of- bunch of Jones back in the day. And he like ran out rooms. Yeah. That's why I told you he was the one with all the crazy yeah, room yeah. stories and shit. So, yeah, we going to get Nate up here one of these days, come talk some shit. But, yeah, uh, the fucking like it's so many like North Jersey and New York investors and shit coming down here to Philly, and they be having like a twelve million dollar budget, and the nigga there with twelve. My, my bands. homie I work with, he went to the uh, sheriff's cell, <laughs> and he was like, "Yeah, man, I'm, I'm going to get me a crib." He's like, "I already," he's like, "I had already had the crib scoped out, went past the scene, it was on the corner." I'm like, "I'm getting that John." He's like, "I went that bitch with fourteen grand on me, like I'm getting that motherfucker." He's like, "We started the bidding, motherfucking thousand, nigga, right here, two thousand. What's up?" He's like Asian boy, like three thousand. I'm like four thousand. He like Asian boy, like five thousand. I'm like six. He like Asian boy, like seven. He's like I had to check my pilot. Like, right, right, Seventy five hundred. <laughs> like, Let's slow this motherfucker down. <laughs> he said, "Man, we got the thirteen. Asian boy was raising his hand." And I said, the "Fuck that." <laughs> what else y'all got, man? Yeah. The fuck? Yeah, be cracking the fuck up with that. But yeah, that's what he was saying. Uh, Nate was telling me that shit too. He's like, it's so many foreigners and shit from Jersey coming down and just buying any and everything. He's like, them motherfuckers is out there paying 30, 35 grand for lots. Yeah. Like, it ain't even no house there. They just buying the lot. Yep. I seen some, I, w- I was at the sheriff's cell one day. I seen a motherfucker buy like 14 lots. Yeah. He's like, he's same bull. Yep. He, yep. he, Nate was like, yo, I remember he's like, I remember you go to Sheriff Cell motherfucking 2700 nigga, and walk out with a property. He's a motherfucker's in there buying lots, 35, 40 yeah. grand. Like, yeah. Yeah, you see, you uh you seen that shit. You sent us the, in the group chat the shit in uh Baltimore, the fucking dollar oh, house shit. About to move to motherfucking Amsterdam. <laughs> like, yo, man, how, how much for the block? Like, just give me a whole row of these motherfuckers. I'll give y'all half a man. Let me get the whole fucking <laughs> strip. Get all this shit out of here when y'all leave. Like, yeah, yeah the thing is, I mean, you know, eventually, even though they this is probably a shithole neighborhood, but eventually, if you, you know, if you develop the shit and if other people they come said in. said the thing is that you got. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's. I just live in the house. Oh, you got to live in it? Oh, no, fuck that. So. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody living in West Baltimore, Baltimore. Like you figured, but that's how they get the neighborhood though. 
You think if everybody's like a working class motherfucker, eventually yeah. the shit will flip itself over. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, did we get all of our uh, all of our uh, what did, what's the word you always like to use? For the uh, the technical shit. For the technical shit. Oh, the uh, all the administrative, administrative stuff out of the way. Administrative shit. Um. All right. So uh, starting oh, off, real quick before we, one oh. more administrative thing. I, we need to get some more comments on our iTunes. We need to oh, big time. So it's like, yo, if y'all listening to this, pause the podcast right now. Go to the search option on your iTunes. I'm walking through it with y'all. I can't explain it on Google. Click on the podcast app. Click on the podcast app. Go to the bottom right. It's a search with a magnifying glass. Click it. Write the word the realest podcast ever with spaces the with space realest the space realest space podcast space ever enter Hit enter when the podcast comes up click the fucking icon you're gonna go to the home page of the podcast right am I right or am I right that's correct you're going through it I'm not even looking I've, I've you click on the icon mm-hmm. now when you click on it scroll down we have 239 ratings currently all five star ratings it, it, it'll say write a comment right. Click on it and write something. Yep. It says tap to rate and then write a review. It's that easy. Leave us a comment. <clears throat> click five stars. We need to get them ratings back up. Yeah, definitely. Uh, For the fucking number of downloads we're doing, they only had 239 comments. Y'all kind of spam on them. What's low. crazy is though, it, it, they, they, don't, they don't comment on that. They comment in the mentions. Like the <laughs> TRP hashtag and my mentions be on fire. Sneaker niggas was arguing with me the other day and shit. What you mean you don't like Jordan 1s? I'm like, yo, what? <laughs> <laughs> What you mean you don't like Jordan? Whereas other podcasts get that shit on the comment <laughs> section right. of iTunes. We get it on fucking Twitter. I'm happy you back on Twitter too, man. I'm like half ass on Twitter. I, I, I mean, I, I see what's going on. Yeah, but I'm like tempering it. That Ted DiBiase tweet though was classic. I didn't see it. I, I said, I said, uh, chicks get one of them big ass Gucci belts and turn into Ted oh, DiBiase. Million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> that one did a little something. Uh, that shit. and then the John had the other day uh, with Gucci was at uh, was at the Celtics game and Atlanta Hawks had the eyes on the fucking picture and I was like. Uh, son, we gave this nigga his own day. That Did you joint. see the actual video of that? Yeah, where Robert Kraft was like looking at him, and somebody had commented like the 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 quote or the tweet was uh when it's three a.m. and your folks is making more plans. <laughs> He's just looking at both of them like, what the fuck? Like, so wait, y'all don't y'all don't want to go home? What's crazy? I stole a tweet the other day and the shit went like viral. <laughs> the joint about motherfuckers eating crabs and getting shot. Oh yeah, I stole it from Ed. That Ed was shit. pissed. <laughs> he was like, this this is the remix. <laughs> I took that shit. That shit went like viral. But uh, let's get into the actual meat of the show. Yeah. So uh, in the past week, well, in the past three weeks, we've seen Kanye commandeer social media and just the media in, at large. And uh, last week, uh, you know, he, his interview with Charlemagne came out. It was a very succinct Direct, straightforward interview. His interview with Charlemagne was really, really good. It was making so much sense. I if was you like, haven't seen it, people, please. Yeah, it was, it, it was interview. It was what I thought it was, which was going to be an explanation for all the seemingly craziness that he was writing on Twitter. And I have warned people: don't jump off the boat just yet, because it's probably not as deep as you think. Because knowing what we know about Kanye, he does not think. He does not read. He does not educate himself. He just does shit. He's like the Joker. Like, he just yeah. feels and does shit yeah. and figures out later, like, oh, shit, I shouldn't have done that. The Teller Swift shit, that's a Kanye thing, just being emotive, like, oh, I don't think 
I don't believe I don't feel like Beyonce should lose to her. Yeah. Let me go up here and say some the shit. George Bush shit with some Kanye shit. I don't feel like he feel likes black people. Let me say some shit. To him going off about Jay Z not bringing his daughter yeah. over. My feelings are hurt. Yeah. Let me say some shit. That's Kanye. Can I can I give a uh, my synopsis of Kanye? Please. I look at Kanye like a bull. Does that make any sense? Okay. Like a Brahma bull. I'm following. When a bull is out in the pasture, like out in a field by himself, he's cool. He's chilling. Best bull ever. I.e. Kanye on the mountain with Charlemagne. He's literally at one. When he's out there in Calabasas in his $60 million house with no furniture, he is chilling. You take that bull and put him on one of them little blocks in Spain with all them people. He's tearing shit apart. That's Kanye at TMZ. It's like when he gets around people and everybody's moving and functioning, he literally just like his mind just starts. And listening to him talk, like Kanye has like issues. Like he has mental He has deep-seated issues. And he he has emotional trauma. He has unresolved issues about his mother's death. He has unresolved issue relationship issues, clearly. Um, and he has image issues. Because you know how I feel about the whole being famous shit. Like, I yeah. don't want... It's, and it's weird. Somebody asked me the other day, like, the podcast blow up. It seemed like Chad would really be happy and you wouldn't. And I'm like, no, it's not that because I enjoy doing it. And this is like, you know, you you like my brother. Like, we, yeah, we, absolutely. We talk like this off the fucking yeah. podcast. So it's That's like, how the podcast came about. So it's like that... It, it's not that... I don't think like like I don't need the circus around me if that makes any sense. Yeah. Meek not to go off subject, but did you see his date? You didn't see his date line. I didn't get to see it. I watched it before I came out of crib, and Meek was saying when he's like, I got addicted to the opioids. He was like, I got into this shit, and it just happened so fast. He's like, I literally was rapping on a motherfucking DVD, you know, on house arrest. Next thing I know, I'm around Ti, Rick Ross, Diddy, all these motherfuckers. He's like, and I got caught up in the lights and the glamour and all the bullshit. And it's just like, yeah, like I, being Kanye West to me just seems difficult. Like it seems like it would be a hard thing to have to deal with. Yeah, I mean, you're arguably one of the one of the top ten famous people alive. Yeah, and so. then you're married to the most famous person alive. It's crazy, like, and you're a part of the now most the famous, most famous family alive. Like the most famous family, like maybe ever. Like I mean, the Kennedys. Yeah, like there's just that them and the all. Yeah. Like, no one knows what the family of Anheuser Bush looks like. Right. You know, it's, it's, nobody knows what the Miller family looks like. Real shit. Nobody knows the Philip Morris family. None of that shit. So it's like, yeah, it's probably them or the Kennedys. So it, it's just being him just seems difficult to yeah. where it's like that nigga can't even go to like Wawa. He's like, and and here's the other thing that I just literally thought of on the spot. He's the one other than Rob. He's the one constant male in that whole female dominated dynamic of a family like you've seen lamar come and go you've seen scott bounces in and out of the fucking family and he got to go get up get up for fucking air and go fuck some young bitches Mm -hmm. and then come back and deal with his baby mom Mm -hmm. um you know and you see all the fucking issues that rob is having fucking adjusting to all of the attention and all of that shit and you know how he literally picked the wrong mate yeah. Against everybody's fucking better judgment, like yo, what the fuck is you doing? Like, and he just wanted to rebel so bad against the machine that he purposely went and just did some shit like that he knew he shouldn't have did. Yeah, let me go fuck a bitch that I know I shouldn't have sex with. Yeah, and get her pregnant. Yeah. This is gonna be fun. Yeah, how about it? It was fun for a while. Yeah. Black China, <laughs> she got the only Kardashian baby. The only one. The only one. The sole heir. That's crazy. <laughs> That's wild.
Fucking Angela from from Baltimore. Yeah, but yeah, just just watching Kanye and listening to him talk about you know him like being on the the pills after the lipo yeah. and just you know the whole issue with his mom and Kim being robbed and just everything is just like. I felt sorry for him after watching yeah. the Charlemagne interview. Now, all of that compassion that was had or he mustered up for anybody. Let's take that. Let's put in a little ball. It, it, it let's was, throw it out the window. I, I, I envisioned him walking into TMZ and in his mind, everybody's wearing white with red scarves around their neck. And he's literally like, oh, it's raging the bulls. <laughs> Let me act a fucking fool in here. Yeah, because he, he literally... Was his is his own worst enemy. He undid all the good faith that he had for about two hours. Even with him wearing the MAGA hat. It was like people was like, yo, what the fuck? Yeah. And he was like, oh, I want to repurpose it. And it's like, no, nah, not really. That's pretty stupid. In the, words of, in the words of Techstone, not really. Yeah, like that's pretty stupid, uh. but whatever. We still like the Yeezys and motherfuckers <laughs> is waiting on Yeezy season six. So... We'll let you rock out. Sit your dumb ass down, just but whatever. Sit your dumb ass down. We'll let you rock out. And then he just it just unraveled. And he just he just went somewhere else. And I and I actually watched, you know, I don't want to be a victim of soundbite, so I sat and I watched the full thirty one minute interview yeah, or whatever. It did I didn't gain any context. Like it, it didn't make me feel no better about what he said because here he I just feel, I feel he like just, he was trying to say a certain thing, but he just it, it just he didn't articulate it. Well. He, piss poor job of I, articulation. I, as weird as this sounds, and I know it's gonna be people who's gonna probably be mad at me. I get what he was saying because I'm one of them people that when it comes to thought, I can take myself out of my shoes and put myself yeah. into your shoes to be like, okay, what was on your mind and what was you trying yeah. to do? You show up to TMZ with fucking Candace Owens. I get what you were saying because her whole thing is black people need to not have the victim mentality. Yes. You need to have a victor mentality in order to get over the past because that shit doesn't basically doesn't it doesn't. uh What's the word I'm looking for? I just uh, it basically doesn't get you anywhere by dwelling on your past and looking at yeah, your failures. And but all that's that. pretty much her whole angle on yeah. life. So when he says slavery was a choice, if, oh, it went on 400 years. That should sound like a choice. F slavery didn't last 400 years. Like he's speaking about now and the like mental prison right. that black people tend to put themselves in or be on. I get it. That's the shit we be on. We're like, yo, stop fighting in the streets and stop yeah. doing this stupid shit. Stop killing each other. It just sounded so it just, awful in, to in, say in, slavery in, was a choice. In that, in the, in the air quotes in between slavery yeah. and choice, when you combine those words together, it just looks and sounds so bad. And you can tell that he was uncomfortable about the way he articulated because he. Well, we mentally enslaved that he he immediately bounced to something else. Yeah. He didn't try to double back and like correct what he said. And, you know, my whole thing is just knowing what I know about black history and the role of, you know, black people in this country and all of that shit. And it's troublesome and it's destructive to me to hear those words put together. Slavery was a slavery to me sounds like a choice because when you are betrayed by your own people and you sold into slavery, that ain't no choice. When you no. cuffed and chained and fucking uh, have the shit beat out of you the whole way from Africa to uh, 
the ports in Pennsylvania and Maryland and North Carolina, all that, that's not a choice. Can I can I just go so at my job now, I, I like driving the double buses because the, the driver's area is real spacious and comfortable. The short buses is kinda tight. Right. I'm six one, I'm a big not even me being big, I'm just I have long legs, like I have right. big feet. I like the longer buses because you're the bigger area. So I come down the other day, try to give me a short bus. I no no no, no I, need, I ain't I, doing it. I need a long jump. They like, oh, it's gonna mess up the line. We gotta put the long ones on this. You're going on a nine, take a short bus. Nah, I need I need a long bus. So long story short, I went from the blocker to the foreman to the director. And now we're all in the same room. And they like, I like, okay, I get it. You, you might be a little uncomfortable. This and this. It's not about being my little a little uncomfortable. Uh, my ancestors was uncomfortable when they came over here on a slave. Sheet. My the foreman's like, all right, just give me the goddamn. <laughs> like, why we even got to go? Because I'm about to go full. Right, I'm about to have my moment. I, I, I'm black, y'all. I'm black, y'all. And I'm black and black. Like, I'm about to go there with y'all. And I, I got my bus, but it's, it's like <laughs> you just made me think about. <laughs> so so I say all that to say that. For people that aren't as smart as me and Matt, when they hear that shit, all they hear is slavery was a choice. Uh oh! All they hear is slavery was a choice by this famous fucking jackass who his problems are Walt Disney won't give me sixty million dollars to go fund whatever fucking masturbation toy or whatever the fuck I want to put out <laughs> branded by fucking Easy. So it's like the like his his level of problems. What up, Rob? His, his level of problems aren't the same as. Me and Matt and Ra, yeah. who literally struggling every day to figure shit out and to do our fucking best job as we can as far as representing ourselves and not letting our families down and not getting smoked by the police and like all of this yeah. shit. And it just like marginalizes black people to the point where when rich affluent white people hear that shit, they like, yeah, Kanye telling y'all niggas the way the way the fuck it is. Like, no, that's not the way it Kanye's is. Kanye's gonna help us. Kanye's gonna help us. Again. Exactly. <laughs> and that is the domino. That we need to stop from falling because once you get Candace Owens is one thing. She's a, a fucking rogue splinter cell over off here, yeah. hovering on the fucking left wing, right. waiting to fucking get her little moment. Kanye co-signing her illuminates her and makes her voice bigger. Kanye spouting the same rhetoric that she does is damn near like stamping it and saying to, to white people that are in the mainstream media like oh yeah this is the way it is and y'all need to listen to Kanye because all y'all niggas do is bitches complain but we never been paid as a as a race of people we never been paid any form of land or currency reparation no. the Native Americans the Japanese the Chinese the Jews all have yeah. By various governments around the world because they not only acknowledge their struggle but they say we fucked up here y'all go <laughs> Paul Moody, somebody the other day was like, "Yo, you reference Paul Moody a lot." I'm like, he has the best, like, man, not even his stand-ups, his albums, because he be talking about shit like this. Yeah, historical and it, it, facts. It's just comedy. Yeah, but he was talking about how the Native Americans don't. They've literally got to the point where they don't even fight for this country no more. No. He's like, you go to Native Americans, be like, they're ruining the country. Be like, well, whatever, we gambling. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, we we got we got our shit. We got our land. We gambling. We got our reservations. We got our motherfucking casinos. We got government subsidies. We got all our. That's y'all shit. We we gambling. We ain't got nothing. don't know Rough Riders show up on the fucking plantation trying to smoke nothing. They go and just go about their motherfucking day. It's crazy. I was downtown the other day, right? And I'm just looking. 
looking at the Jewish Museum, the uh, historical Jewish museum. Museum, and there's there. one in every city, by the on way, on Fifth and Market. And you know, the African American Museum is on Seventh and Arch. And I'm just looking at how just massive and big and done up and all this yeah. shit that's going on in front of the. And then you know, you do the 48, you wrap around and come up Arch Street. And the African American Museum, if you're not looking for it. You would think that shit the library. You you it it almost looked it, like a it charter lo- school. It looks like a fucking. Real it looks like the library on Fifty Second Street. And it's just like there, and I'm, I'm thinking to myself like, how is that? And then you you go further up Art Street, and there's Chinatown. Yeah, like an actual town where they have their own grocery stores, their own fucking pharmacies. They got spas. And, like, they got pe- it, the people it, that work in the motherfucking banks. That, that's right, y'all here by the way. Like. It, it's it, they got their own banks like yeah. it's, it's it's just their own little nucleus of life and I'm like we don't have that and and you keep going on the 48 and you come up through uh like Poplar and and Aspen and Brown like where the Eastern State Penitentiary is and all of that is like white people like their own little cafes and yeah. their own pharmacies yeah, it's called Fairmount Fairmount area <laughs> yeah exactly all of that stuff. Then you, you niggas come up, used to die over there. You come up and you cross Gerard Avenue, and that's black. Yeah, and it's poppy stores and Chinese stores and yeah. beer joints that are owned by Koreans. And mm. I'm just like, we don't. Not only do we not have anything that we own as an economic base in the main economic thriving parts of the city, yeah. we don't even own shit in, in our, our own, own neighborhoods. neighborhoods. Like, like honestly, the 48 is might be the the one bus in the city where you really see the segregation and see yeah. it on so many different levels. Where you're not even talking about. Black, white, Latino You talking about rich, poor And like super up Like mm. this shit is crazy yeah. Just how different this city be And it literally be In the snap of like a finger a, Like yeah. you go a block It's mm. a whole different dynamic Yep yeah. And it just is amazing to me Where I'm riding up 29th street And every single corner Is a, be- is a beer joint on yeah. this corner A Chinese store on this corner A poppy store on this corner And you might be lucky If it's a breakfast spot But the breakfast spot Ain't even owned by black people It's owned by Asians It's owned by Asians And it's two black waitresses in there and the waitress can't even open the register. You ever go in a hood breakfast spot? Like They'll take re- your order, get your food, all that shit. Ring you up. When Listen. they come time to ring you up, they gotta go get Miss Kim. Yeah, Miss Cause cause her cause Bonita motherfucking hand to be on the menu, she touched that goddamn <laughs> register. <laughs> you want some of these Bonita fingers, motherfucker? Uh yeah, no, you're not gonna do it. So that's why. So because of the fact that we're economically powerless right. and the fact that our biggest and best and most wealthy and brightest people will not help us. No, they refuse flat it's out. It's easy for they will build us. They will build a school. They will not go to the neighborhoods where people need help the most and build some shit though. It's easy for Ye to say slavery was a choice when you're in Calabasas. It's just easy. Oh man, easy to say that. Oh, sound like y'all on some some slavery bullshit. Yeah, y'all, cause he cause he's got literally fucking rose colored glass. And he's looking out into the world and it just looks perfect because you're in the most affluent. Fucking uh, squ- however many square footage in the fucking country. Yeah, really. Drake's your fucking neighbor, and this and Ellen and Emmy. Like you don't have to deal with the fucking poverty and just the downtrodden fucking nature that the average fourteen or fifteen year old has to deal with. Like when you fourteen years old in Chicago, you're a grown man, yeah. and a grown and a growner man will kill you. Real talk. Shit everywhere, really. Yeah. Like these young bulls, they be like adults. They don't have childhoods anymore. No. 
Remember when we used to like ride bikes? Yeah. Play we used to have like mad remember the Madden tournaments at your crib and shit like like we used to like really remember going to Dot Crib and just being in like the mix playing video games and just whatever that was happening. Like they don't have childhoods anymore. None of that. It's like they babies and then they you know, getting shot. Yeah. Like this shit is crazy. It's it's just mind boggling, dog, when you sit back and you really like yo, let me tell you shit the other day. I'm 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 driving a 48. I cannot make this up. This is just how fucking lost these these young niggas be. I pull up to 29th and Gerard. The young nigga gets on. He swipes the the trans pass right, and he's doing it funny. So already it's like, yeah. Yo, what you, is you doing? You're 12. <laughs> I'm 30. I know you want some some silly shit. Mm. He swipe it. It's saying valid. Already. I, that's next week's John because it's Friday. Mm. I'm like I know that's next week's. He like I, I ain't even got the John for this week. I mean, how the fuck do you have next week's? You don't have whatever. I don't care. Just go sit down. So he goes sits down, and and you've smoked before. You smoked. I've smoked. You you know how you can just smell smoke. And I'm I'm driving. I'm I'm because I one I be turning my mirror up so I can't yeah. see mm. people and they can't see me. And I'm driving. and I'm just like damn, it smells like smoke. The lady come up was like, yeah, that young boy back there smoking. And I'm like. I turn the mirror down and I look. I'm talking about young boy got his leg crossed, like his leg up on his knee, just. <laughs> I start laughing because it's like, you that brazen with it. It's the middle of the day, no books, no sh- you just out here. So I stopped the bus. I'm like, young boy, what is you doing? He like, oh, I'm drawing my fault, OG. And put the <laughs> and I can't help but laugh because it's like you you so ignorant you don't even yeah, you don't even know that this is a thing. He said, "Oh, I'm drawing and took another like hit. Like nigga, you can't smoke. Put- you can't smoke nowhere, nigga. <laughs> you barely can smoke outside certain places on the bus. Yeah. And and I I can't even I like it's white people on the bus, so it's like I don't want to be like you stupid nigga. I I, I can't because I, I even though technically you should, I, I, <laughs> and I can't even do it because of Kanye telling us slavery is a fucking choice. So it's like I gotta like you gotta temper what yeah, you say I gotta, and like, do, talk yeah. nice. <laughs> you know what I'm gotta saying? talk nice to a shithead. And, and, and it's it's just amazing to me watching how. You like we talked about earlier. It's like you see all of this shit going on in the world, but then still within your own neighborhoods and own communities, it, it's just mind blowing. You ever seen like niggas from like you? They go out into the suburbs. They won't throw trash on the floor on the ground. Yeah, they won't do it. Yeah, on their own blocks, they will throw everything. They throw a platter. Not giving a <laughs> fuck. I don't want the rest of these oxtails. This shit nasty. <laughs> right on the out the window, kicking the shit down into the drain. <laughs> Like it, it's just it's mind boggling to me. Yeah, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. I seen niggas sit on cars, park. Oh, front. I had to tell somebody in front of the um Chinese spot. I'm like, yo, get your bitch ass off my car. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like this is not acceptable. <laughs> yo, it's crazy though. In the hood, motherfuckers will just post up on a wheel. But if you take that Camry or that Maxima and put a fucking Wraith there, they won't even breathe on it. Nope. Dead ass. They won't even come near the shit. Yeah. That it's just crazy at how we act with it. So that's why Kanye can get away with saying shit like that because he kind of know he can. Yeah. He know he's ascended to a certain place to where he has a certain. I look at Kanye. He's just an eccentric weirdo. 
I mean, and creative. It's like so the stuff he says. Like he 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 strikes me as a person who will say one thing one day and then tomorrow wake up and feel completely different. You 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 big on that astrology shit. He's yeah. a uh, what's the he's one? a Gemini. Do you like two sided and shit? Yeah. Charlamagne was talking about that shit the other day. Like Kanye, literally, he'll talk to you and say something, and then Ra could say something to him, and it a completely flip his mood to where he's like, yeah, no, and and it'll be some shit that has nothing to do right. or coincide with what he just told you. And it's like, you saw that with the interviews. Yeah. Like, the interview he did with Charlemagne, he was way different than the TMZ. Yeah. And it was, like, literally, like, a day apart. Yeah. Well, actually, no, the, the Charlemagne shit was a couple, couple weeks ago. Couple weeks it was, ago. like, April 17th. Yeah, they just dropped like it. But it's like, yeah, it's, like, two different fucking people. And yeah. It's just a bad look. It's just all the way around a bad look. My thing is, I want to know if, if like, black people are done with Kanye. Oh, I've, 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 like, I've heard from a lot of DJs that, like, you try to play his records and you will straight get booed. I'm not talking about his records. I'm talking about the Just DJs him. Like, his, like, like Kanye yeah, Industries. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where I'm, that remains to be seen. That, <sighs> that's the part I don't think. I don't. I don't think it changes. My thing is, I don't even want him to like apologize because I don't even think that he understands what he did wrong, like or what he said. I don't think. I literally, legitimately don't think he understands. He just like I'm just I'm, I'm Kanye. Like I just. I told you what he said to Van Lathan <laughs> that shit. Did you hear about? Yeah, that, that shit was hilarious. No, <laughs> Van Lathan and him had a phone call the night after. Oh, really? Yeah, Charlemagne <laughs> was talking about the shit. They were talking about on Brilliant Idiots. Apparently, Van Lathan, Charlemagne gave Kanye Van Lathan's number. So Van Lathan was like, he was chilling. Phone rang. Hello, hey, it's Kanye. And he like, the, he thinking it's somebody playing around, but it was really Kanye. So he like, how you get my number? He like, oh, Charlemagne gave it to me. Listen, check this out. Um, I'm having people come over to the house. We're going to sit. We're going to figure this whole thing out. Have a camera crew come through. You know, we're going to talk, you know, get our shit off our chest and whatever, whatever. So Van Lathan, like I tell him, like, listen, you know, with all due respect, I appreciate it. But I don't want my message to get misconstrued or anything like that. So I'm going to just respectfully decline. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, so Van Lathan, like I played myself, though. Not He's like, I forgot for a second that I'm talking to Kanye. He's kind of like an asshole. So he's like, I tell him, like. You know, I respectfully know, I appreciate it, but no, but he was like, I tell him, listen, I respect you. You know, I got love for you. I'm one of your biggest fans. So he's like, I started telling him about my life. And he was like, how I had this situation and this album got me through this. Then I had this situation. That album got me through this. And your music means this much to me on this level because of my relationship with my lady or my dad or this, that, and the third. And he's like, I got, he's like, I'd been talking for like five or six minutes. I got done talking. And Kanye was like, all right, well, yeah, if you can come, just let me know. And hung up. <laughs> like, didn't acknowledge nothing that he said. All right, yeah, if you can come through, just let me <laughs> and, 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 it's be, and it's because of shit like that Like I don't even want him to apologize Or be different Dude, with, Real quick When Van said that shit I almost fell off the floor I'm like that's the most Kanye shit ever Alright yeah cool If you can come just let me know yeah, all, all that's cool but, uh, All that's yeah. straight But just let me know The camera crew is gonna be here Whether you are or not So let me know But yeah it's, it's, be, it's because of that shit like that And the fact that his head is just in the clouds yeah. In that manner Like I don't want him to apologize. I just want him to be harmed by his words. I want him to be economically harmed by the shit that he has said and his views that he has expressed so that he knows that 
Even if just because you feel it doesn't mean you're allowed to go on fucking national television and tell people this, especially people that the majority of them that are watching TMZ TV don't have a fucking brain yeah. to begin with. And all they going to hear is you as a black man telling other black people, stop fucking harboring on slavery, you lazy motherfuckers. That's all they going to hear. Like once you decode all that shit, that's all they going to hear. Oh, yeah. Kanye said, y'all some lazy ass niggas. Fuck y'all. I'm gonna go kill me a nigga today. Like I want him to be economically harmed for his uh, state of mind and his viewpoints. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just, I honestly don't even know because it's like I understand also like him being wrong and being offensive. I understand mental problems. Like Kanye yeah. has a serious. He issue. has a series of so, issues. So it's like. You know, he could have picked up an AK and went into a fucking restaurant. You know what I mean? Like, I understand. Like, it could be a lot fucking worse. So it's like, I guess that's just me being a fan. And I don't know if I'm supposed to turn that off or... Yeah, I don't know. Because uh, Joe Button made some good points on his podcast this week. And he was basically saying, like, flashing lights is already recorded and out for consumer consumption. He said, I can play all of the lights and say, fuck Kanye. He said, I've just not supported nothing from, from the moment when he did the fuck shit forward. This nigga's in the trash to me. He's like, but all that old shit or whatever is still what it is. So I'm accept that for what it is. Like, but going forward, this nigga is he's off his fucking rocker. Like I just can't be bothered with a motherfucker who's literally not thinking straight. Especially coming from where you come from and having the parents that you have. How did you get this far removed yeah. from what you stand for and, and what was implanted in you and imputed in you by your parents? Like I was listening to the uh, Van Lathan joint the other day, and I'm like. Yeah, Kanye's just a complete dick. He's a dick. And then I put on my music and my shuffle, the, the one hand in the air, if you don't really care, what's the name of that? Uh, oh, Soul Paul. So yeah. that came on, and I'm like, I can't turn this shit <laughs> <laughs> like, This is just a good fucking song. See, I'm, I'm the type of person to where I don't give a fuck about anything a celebrity does outside of their The craft. arena you want them in. Yeah, it's that's like. That's how I was I, for years. I, I, that's how I am. Like, I, don't, I really don't care what Kanye said. I don't care that Nas allegedly slapped Khalees. I don't even care, as fucked up as it sounds, I don't even care what R. Kelly did. Well, like, we about to get to R. Kelly. Yeah, no, we're going to get to I'm R. just, Kelly. like, for me, I just. We have I new like info music. on R. Kelly. So right. that's the only thing that I care and about. And I always say with motherfuckers, I feel like y'all look up to these people way too much. Like with the basketball players, how motherfuckers would be mad at Charles Barkley for doing that. Barkley, like, I'm not a role model. Right. I dunk basketballs. Stop looking up to me. And it's like I was That's always exactly what it is. I was always on that tip. Like I didn't look up to Kobe. So when Kobe went down for the whole rape shit, it wasn't like, oh my God, my idol raped the woman. I was like, yeah, yeah my idol about to drop forty five tonight. <laughs> like that, I was more so on that. The tip. first time, the only time I spoke to Jay Z in my life, I told him to chill, young boy. He asked me about this Chris and Eve record. Like I don't look up to these niggas as gods. I always looked at looked at these niggas like these niggas was my equals, but they just had didn't hold security like almost slam you or some shit. Like oh no, nah, that? that ain't happened. Oh, right. <laughs> that was like a rumor. No, that ain't happened. No, but it's just like I never fake news. These niggas like they was better than me just because they had a superhuman talent. They just had a talent. Yeah. Like so, it's just like to me, it's like yo, it's too many motherfuckers out here who fatherless and just grew up looking at these niggas like they supposed to be. That's who they want to be, and that's not me. Yeah. And I, I, I feel that because I used to be, I, I was always on that tip. Like, why do you care so much about what this person does outside of the court or the ring or whatever the fuck arena you like the the rap shit? Like, think about it. And this is the weird part. A lot of people that are like looked at as gods and titans of whatever the fuck they did, they got by because of their era. 
Like Biggie, Pac, like think about this. Pac went to jail for sodomy and had the number one album in the country. At the same that time. That does not happen in 2018. He got by in the time period. Biggie beating up bitches, beating up Charlie, all that shit. He got by in the time period. That shit Marvin didn't Gaye. even. Marvin Gaye, real talk. Like all, a lot of the people that, like, uh, uh, can't think his name right now. It's a lot of them though that where it's like they had a lot of shit with them. They you you're a human. You can't you're not be a, famous and not have some shit with you. Really, <laughs> that's really what it comes down. I was to. just telling him that shit before you got here. Like fame just seems scary. You know, I tell you that shit. Yeah. It just seems scary as fuck to me. To where it's like motherfuckers digging into your life and worried about why you don't have on supreme when you at the grocery store or what like you know like just weird stupid <laughs> shit that celebrities got to go through and it's like it, it just seems like a lot it just seems like a whole lot so like honestly i ain't even mad at yay because it's like yo he could have like you know he could have smoked himself like you know motherfuckers be on that tip yeah so it, it's just you kind of got to take it with a grain of salt he shouldn't have said it it was a fucked up statement but I still think the Yeezys is going to sell out. So I just think he, my, I'm only like I normally I'm with y'all. I normally don't give a fuck. I just think that he's giving power to a white supremacist agenda, and he too dumb to realize what the fuck. I he's agree doing. with you, that. Right I agree with that all day. I understand. That's that. why I didn't. I didn't like that. I didn't like that record he did with Ti. Cause it definitely sounded like he was he was pandering to her. Yeah, he was super pandering uh, to like, like the record. middle the well, middle the America. The crazy part is like I actually liked the record. Mm-hmm. I didn't give like what he was saying was annoying and shit, <laughs> but the actual him and Ti going back and forth, it was like it was catchy enough to listen to twice. Yeah, it just it, it, my whole thing with the record was it just didn't get me nowhere. I'm just like, all right, I'm in the same. I started in one spot and I ended in the same spot. It's like we just went around the block. Yeah. Like we didn't achieve shit by listening to this record other than contributing a fucking stream to Yeezy I know, Corp. I know Ti is probably you know the like, funny thing the about Kanye. Like, like I'm a dickhead. You like, know the funny thing about Kanye. <laughs> He did all that conservative shit, and then he started tweeting about the little girl um, who stood up for the guns. Yeah. So it's like he's basically trolling everybody. So that's why it's like, why the fuck? Why am I even taking this serious? Like you, Pete. Like all the yeah. conservatives started getting mad at him because he posted the. Um, yeah, because he thought they thought he was their friend. That the liberals got mad because they thought he was on their side, and then he tweeted some conservative shit. I texted and then Rob, he, I'm like, "Yo, where, what do you think about this Kanye shit?" Rob was like, "Man, fuck Kanye. The line is four and a half tonight, and I think that's over the fuck what it should." Be. <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, real. I got real life problems." <laughs> I'm just saying, it's like he people are letting themselves be taken on this emotional roller coaster yeah. by somebody who's trolling us. Like you heard the first record, "Lift Yourself." The motherfucker. That's the ultimate yeah, troll. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he's it's the ultimate troll. It's like right poop. It's like, oh, y'all niggas got something to say about yay? Watch this shit. And this verse, watch this verse. <laughs> he probably sitting there looking at them fucking, uh, looking at the hits come through for KanyeWest.com like y'all fucking sheep. But yeah. I, I just, I, I just honestly think, like, at least with the footwear, I don't think anything slows him down. I, I just. Bro. I just don't think nothing slows him down. Like I still think the I went on GOAT yesterday, the fucking Yeezy five hundreds is two thousand dollars in a fifteen. I'm telling you, I don't think nothing slows him down. I'm looking at the prices for Yeezys yesterday in a fifteen. I'm like, I hope Kanye fuck up enough so I can get some of these motherfuckers for cheap. I'm like, come on, yeah, say something stupid. Like, you oh fucking you fucking uh been watching so much billions, you taking a short position on real, the Yeezys. Short, I'm short in Yeezy I'm stock right short now. Short on Yeezys. <laughs> Right now, I hope to God he come out this week and say Martin Luther King was a clown or something wild to just get the Yeezy price way the fuck down. Yo, me and Jules seen a pair of uh, Carmelos today. They're $10 million. 
What? Yeah. They're they're on StockX for ten mil. I, we clearly think it's somebody just being like super extra. But me and Jewel both, we were just like perplexed. Like I, Jewel's like, I never seen him. Like I never seen him. What, what could Carmelo have possibly have done related uh, to these shows for them old, to be ten million? They're, they're all they're like got all this gold in them, and I, like Jewel's like, I think it has because he's like, I think it's a fifteen year anniversary for him winning the championship in Syracuse. Oh, like yeah. it's a special oh, pair okay. of Jordans. Like like we still celebrating. But that. they're they're a PE. They're his. Like a player sample for mm-hmm. him. But they got him on StockX. Did he wear them before in the game? I don't know, but they okay. got. The, we've never seen them. We're, we literally are trying to piece together what they are. But they got him on there for nine million nine hundred ninety nine thousand. <laughs> so you know, <laughs> we, just, we don't know what the fuck is going on. But yeah, I hope that God some of these easy prices drop because uh, I'm telling you, kids, they're still through the roof. I literally was on there this morning. Just, like, he's just a dickhead. Like he's just, he's just, yeah, he's just a you, legendary. You got to chalk it up to him just being like lost in the sauce. Yeah. That's the best way you could put it. Kanye has literally got to the point where he's made hundreds of millions of dollars. He's saved countless careers in rap and fucking hip-hop music. He's built so many careers. He's done so many things. And he's so removed. Like, that backpack guy from Southside Chicago that is, that guy's is dead. gone. That nigga lives in Calabasas with his Nubian white queen. And he has mixed mulatto children. And his fucking stepmom, his mother-in-law is fucking... What's her name? Chris Kris Jenner. It... You know, he's he's over there. Yeah, you just gotta face facts. He he gone. Mm-hmm. She gone, Kyle. Remember living single. <laughs> she gone. Like she, he gone. Like he just he he out of here. Nothing that can do it. Any any final thoughts on Kanye? Uh, I'm done with the nigga personally. Yeah, I, I, I give I, up. I don't. I never really looked at Kanye for like motivation or life or like. I heard people tell me like. The college dropout saved them while they were going to school. Yeah, I didn't all. feel that. And I was in school when the college dropout came I up. I love that album. I loved it, but it, it didn't like touch me because I was like selling a lot of drugs in college. So it I, my me college experience I to wasn't be a the same. DJ and a producer, and it was like, damn, I got to go to school. Why? And I felt it. So yeah. it's like I, I I felt like that with Kanye, and then now even, my favorite Kanye album is 808s and Heartbreaks. Mine too, because it got me through a, a like my same, first big breakup thing. in life. Eight, I thought it it just, the sounds were just so yeah. different and new, and I just I remember when I was trucking, I played that album so fucking much. Yeah, so it's like yeah, 808 and Heartbreaks. Now out of his rap albums, I like Dark Twisted Fantasy and Graduation. Yeah, but like the Graduation and Labor, they didn't hit me. Like they were good, and I liked them and I respect them. But I wasn't like, my God, like this album has got me through my freshman year. I didn't go to college, so it's just like you know. I just I just thought it was amazing that he was able to make those types of albums coming from a label and a crew that was so like so much machismo and so much like we the. Illest drug dealers in the street niggas and this and that and he was still able to just keep him and put all of himself into his albums and just make something that was so different than what everybody else is doing to the point where it creates a Drake it creates a J. Cole it creates a fucking Kendrick like he his braveness in being Kanye and making Kanye music spawned a whole alternative way to where it's like yeah we always had tribe and jungle brothers and shit like that but for a while we didn't have none nothing representative of that native tongues aspect of hip-hop no more hip-hop it was gone yeah it was like either you was g the fuck up or you, you had was, to be down with raucous and it was really like super underground it was Whereas super like, underground and he said it big, himself, so I'm indie. Get, like um banana republican old navy that was and one like, of my favorite lines. it's like you could have most deaf and freeway on the same track and it's yeah. like it don't feel it don't feel 
Like damn, you fucked up. Whether yeah, because it was like you either in the Quayle, you I put him on tracks with Jay Z. Yeah, yeah, like you either because well, it was hip hop was so segmented. It was like either you was in the lyricist lounge or you was like doing the super flossy shit that Puff and all was doing, and. And then eventually when Rockefeller became the standard or whatever, so for him to be with that crew and still make a blend of those two music, that's why people are so fucking hurt. Because they like, God damn, like you too, dog. Like yeah, yeah everybody's right. like susceptible to the go-to to guy. You, you was like, the guy. People remember you performing on fucking the Chappelle show with Common. People remember you on fucking what was Dave Chappelle's documentary he did? The Block Party. The Block Party. Yeah. Like people just remember you from being like that guy Like people remember you Saying George Bush Doesn't care about black yeah, people Yeah you was the voice For the voiceless And now you On the other side It's people, seemingly People felt that shit And as much as like Main media tried to Play him out Black people felt When you was like Yo Taylor Swift cool But Beyonce had the Greatest video of all time Cause Beyonce to this day Don't have A fucking Best album Grammy You know Like people yeah. see That like Those award shows Really don't respect are kings and queens. Yeah. Like, how the fuck don't 50 got no Grammys? Yeah. How the like, fuck think, don't Snoop got no Grammys? Like, think about, like, how don't you know, Nas have any Grammys? Motherfuckers that was straight tiny, because Nas at, like, Nas never really, like, dominated. But Snoop and 50, like, the Billboard, the charts, sales, they annihilated shit. How the fuck don't yeah, they got 50 any? ain't win Best New Artist, and remember he walked up he there walked when, up on um, the stage. when, um, what's the name of the group? Effervescence One or of them, like that? Yeah, Caucasian groups. Yeah. But, like, yeah, really, it's like, so when Kanye did that, you was like, damn, he's kind of a jackass because this is a young white girl. Just because that's the way you've been like programmed. Yeah. Like, oh, my God, he hurt this little white. But then you you sit back and you like. Yeah, then you see sense. then you see all the fuck shit that Taylor Swift has done to people and demeaning people and downplaying motherfuckers and not giving people credit. And she's kind of a scumbag bitch when you really look at yeah. it. But at the time, it's like, oh, my God, how could you say this about this 17-year-old white girl? But the reality of it is she's kind of a fucking scumbag, like, credit-hogging bitch. And she just ruined the Earth, Wind & Fire song. So yeah, get Taylor shit. Swift all the way the fuck out <laughs> really? of here. And it's like you, 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 people just remember Kanye for being like, that guy, like he was just that. I bull. mean, even the the fact that he left his original joint, it's like when you get on, you leave his ass for a white girl. Like, it, yeah. yeah, it's like he really did it's that. Self fulfilling prophecy. And you see the, the like the shift in Kanye to where it's like you call out George Bush, but then Obama's like you're a jackass. Yeah. So it's like, damn, how did it switch around that fast? And it, it's just, it just seems like it's very very difficult to be Kanye. I know I couldn't do the shit. I think one of his homies said he was like a sponge. So whatever environment he is, he just picks up shit. That's one just, thing I noticed about him watching them in the TMZ joint. He listens like a motherfucker. Like when you talking, he will straight stop and like really like whatever you're saying. He really takes that shit in, and he like if he's in his you know bull in a china shop moment, yeah. he's gonna react. If he's not. Like with the Charlemagne joint, he was really like succinct and like really. Yeah, he made all the sense in the world. All the sense possible. That's why it was just so weird to see him on a TMZ joint acting like that. Yeah. So that's the Gemini shit. Like, is this the same person? Like, it's it's like one of the moments. Like, yo, how is this the same person? And these interviews came out. They wasn't recorded. You was know, Pac with the Gemini? hours. Of, yeah. Pac yeah. was a Gemini. Yeah. Makes yeah, like exactly. Thug life kill everybody. Damn, baby, why you let these niggas stress you out? <laughs> that was fuck, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I, I understand. Big's a Gemini, too. Big, Kendrick. Yeah. I could see that. I ain't think Kendrick. I didn't think Kendrick. He's a little more even-killed. Yeah. He just kind of, like, 
Musically He just kind of Locks into whatever Mode he's in Like yeah. Like right now I think he's in Super duper like I'm busting everybody Ass mode And like He knows that He can't do it Through the black power shit So like he off it And now he just like In competition mode Like it's just as an artist And he doing all The right shit He got the fucking uh, Shoe at Nike And the fucking uh, Tour merch Is sponsored yeah. by Nike mm-hmm. And they going on tour And he headlining And they taking The whole crew out Like he doing like Jigga shit yeah. Like Whereas a few years ago He was happy to Be under Drake And be yeah. on tour With Kanye And shit like that And now he like Dropping his nuts on niggas like no, I'm the big dog. Like, yeah. watch what I watch, watch what the fuck I'm doing. So we 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 good on Kanye. Yeah, I'm good on Kanye. Yeah. Fuck Kanye. it. Kanye. All right. Uh, the the you can't have <laughs> you can't have rapists without the R. without the R. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, you you can't have R and B without the R. And apparently, you can't have rapists without the shit. R. Kelly. He's the craziest nigga. R. Allowed. Kelly. Like, I'm not trying to be funny, yo. For their talent level, and I, I like. I, I'm not exaggerating. You can hate all you want. R. Kelly might be top three talented, most talented individuals to ever come into music. Yes. The, the fact that you can write songs for anybody. I'm talking about young, old, black, white. Skinny, like, fat, dog, cat. The nigga, he's the he cockroach. Was, he's arguably the most talented. Not performer. Not dancer. I'm talking but about as a writer, producer, arranger, singer, and arranger. It, it's Quincy Jones. Like it, it's a couple of motherfuckers that go up there. R. Kelly has fucked up his legacy so bad. Like you know how they be like LeBron's legacy is on the line. <laughs> like if R. Kelly walked up, <laughs> that <laughs> legacy is Yo. on the line. Like if R. Kelly was in a fucking video game and he had a legacy bar, his shit would be on one percent right now. R. Kelly walk out the house, his legacy <laughs> on the fucking line. Like I've never seen nothing like it. To where it's like, yo. Just shut the fuck up. Stop talking. Stop doing interviews. Stop letting people come into you. If you know you are a deviant, right? Like you shouldn't like, be talking. You shouldn't be communicating with nobody. Like you know how people don't discuss religion yeah. in some in certain circles, right? Mm-hmm. But like you can say you're a Muslim, or I can say I was raised Christian, or he could say he subscribes to this. You don't really get too many people to be like, yeah, I worship the devil. That just not comes up in a. It's not no popular or no cool shit to say. Don't throw that out there. If you know you on some old other shit, you. But he doesn't know that. You've seen the interviews where he was like, "Yo, all the." He's really talking like, "Yo, everybody comes to me with positivity." So he lives in this bubble and he's insulated from all the bullshit and everything that goes on in the internet. That's a good point. I don't think Kells knows he's fucking. I don't think he knows. Yo, somebody said somebody said something to that effect. Like R. Kelly has the worst, most enabling groups of people around him they ever seen in life, mm. and that's how he got into the shit with Jay Z because he's doing nut shit. And Jay and Tata and Jay Brown is like, no, stop doing this, or we gonna fuck you up. Tata like, like stop, <laughs> like like <laughs> like yo, like yo, you being a bitch ass nigga, knock it off. And he asking people around him And they like No Kells you ain't wrong Fuck them niggas Next thing you know You got a fucking Eyes full of mace Because you listening To the wrong people Like no fuck them Listen to us Listen to the nigga With the mace in his hand I'm telling you To stop doing what you're doing And you won't stop where did this whole shit come from? Because you, you sent it to the DM, and I, I, I read it, and I'm like... At 6 f- in the morning, I'm Matt just randomly texted me, and I'm just like, yo, go to, <laughs> go to your DM and look at this shit I just sent you. So yesterday, 
The Washington Post published a story with photos. Oh, it's new shit. New yeah, shit. New shit. Wow. Brand new shit. Wait till you hear this shit. Photos from a from RCA Records Studios in LA. A cup of hot steaming piss <laughs> was left on a baby grand no, piano no. in the studio, <laughs> and there were piss stains that leaked and ruined the flooring in the studio. Alright, I might have to be done with Kelly. Because <laughs> Because R. Kelly is literally holding bitches hostage, and they can't go nowhere without him being in their presence. He won't let him leave. He won't let him leave his eyesight. Or if if he gotta go perform, he locks them in studios or locks them in a room or whatever. And if the room don't have a bathroom, they gotta piss in cups and bottles. Hey yo, they posted a picture. It's a big ass glass of piss sitting on a fucking thirty five thousand dollar piano. I'm like, all right, well, when Kells left, why he didn't take the piss? Like, again, like if you know you want some bullshit, take the piss with yeah, you. You would think you would have a piss cleaner upper <laughs> to like. Like, why do you leave the piss in the studio? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, hot steaming glass of piss, bro. <laughs> like I heard he had a coat. Like where he was just yeah, like you know like, like he had like he was making chicks telling each other if they was doing fucked up shit yeah. and they was trying to I didn't know it was this bad. So then Girl. some text they got they obtained some text messages between two of his staffers basically saying like. Yo, the one girl, like, he ain't let her eat. She ain't go to the bathroom. She ain't have a bathroom access for 12 hours, blah, blah, blah. I hope she cool. I hope don't. I hope the bitch don't die. Like, like dog. You don't go to the bathroom. You remember Minister Society. You straight throwing up. Like, Kells is fucking nuts. And it's, it, it's so crazy because he wrote You Are Not Alone for Michael Jackson. <laughs> you would think... That somebody that wrote a song as good he as he would that. have a little bit of humanity in him. Yo, we sang. I believe I can. We all did. They still <laughs> was graduation. singing. <laughs> up, yo, up until like 2000, and I say like 15, 16, kids was still singing that shit, dog. Dead ass, because it's one of them songs. Like, yo, you. I believe I can fly. Like it's Space Jam. Like it's one of them things. Like. It, it, that's what I mean. Like Kells really fucked his whole little legacy up. Yeah. He had R and B. Like R and B was his. Like it, it, think about it. If like if Kells died in like when did I Wish come out? Like O two. O two. If Kells just die in O two, he the greatest fucking ever. He don't even got to do Contagious and all the other shit he did. If he just died before the whole piss scandal, the Zorro mask, all that goofy shit, Kells the goat. It, he already was the goat. He Fiesta and I wish he had it. Watching him literally, and he he performed and did so well after the first sex tape and all that bullshit. That motherfuckers let it slide like whatever. Kel's still the fucking goat of R and B. He done came out, gave us all this new music. Trapped eight hundred trapped in the closets. He did ignition all this remix, shit. ignition remix, all that shit. Step in the name of love, happy people. The nigga was just a hit machine. This nigga really got bitches in cages. Yeah. Like, the, 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 like, the staffer was like, yo, I'm just glad that the room got a sink in it. Like, she could at least, like, climb up on the sink and piss in the sink. Like, but, like, I'm like, but they, like, praying. Like, yo, I hope this bitch don't die on our watch because we're going to have to clean the bodies up. Like, Kells is crazy. Like, shot the fuck out. I think that's what we're going to name this, John. Like, uh, Kanye's canceled and so is R. Kelly. Yeah, I didn't know it was this bad. Yeah, new shit. Like you would think, like this is certain shit, right? When you beat certain shit, mm. you supposed to just go lay low. Yeah. Like with OJ, you beat a double homie, go chill. 
you don't run up in a hotel beating niggas up for memorable memorabilia. Yeah. Like you should probably relax yourself. R. Kelly, you beat a fucking scandal of you pissing on a fourteen year old girl. She came to court, said that ain't me, and I don't know who that is, and I never seen R. Kelly before. And you still out here pissing on bitches. Divorced your like, wife and You got a whole harem of bitches like, Sleeping in the basement like You do understand In a crawl space You as R. Kelly You can't get in nothing Involving piss For the rest Ever. of your life you You're can't done You can't get arrested for peeing outside None of that shit Think about if somebody Like a, a, a dead woman Popped up In a, in OJ's backyard OJ ain't got OJ could they be like Yeah OJ was at his vacation OJ was in Monte Carlo Fuck that OJ killed that bitch And got on a ferry like, you can't be anywhere near the shit that you was... You know what I mean? That's what made Michael Jackson shit so weird. Like, nigga, again? Like, come on. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like, R. Kelly, you you can't be in anything involving P. And the fact that you in a studio, and the studio is making a deal out of you leaving a glass of hot piss on the piano... Is to the like, point where they contact the Washington Post. It's like, fam, take your piss with you. There, the, the, either, the, either <laughs> of the y'all, the, there's a fucking, uh, it wasn't Viceland, but if you go and search, like, if you search Archive, there's a documentary, I watched it recently, there's a documentary uh, that came on TV, it's like 90 minutes long, oh, it's from the BBC. Okay. R. Kelly documentary BBC. Search that shit on YouTube. It's on there in its entirety, and they are literally talking to lawyers and families of fucking th- these girls that have cut off communication with their families and shit like that, trying to piece together a case against R. Kelly. And it's the sh- every fucking time they think he' about to get prosecuted, the nigga narrowly escapes justice. Like again, like it's the craziest shit ever. And it's ninety minutes mm-hmm. of R. Kelly narrowly escaping prosecution R. because th- th- it's like. Girls that be running away from the harem and shit, and then somehow, some way, he convinced them to come back. Baby, come back. It's gonna be different this time. I'm not gonna get no more piss in your eye. (laughs) Come on back. We don't gotta do this in the media. I'm gonna buy you a motherfucking baby Benz, and then they go back, and then they don't go through the pro- with the prosecution part and then R. Kelly is back on his motherfucking magic carpet yeah. with these little dusty bitches. R. Kelly's life is like a long ass Scooby Doo. Exactly. They never pull his mask off. Like the shit just goes on for decades. This shit is crazy. You would think by now they would have just sat him down. But it, it's like, nah. It, he remember he had some bullshit that was the the chick that did the interview about being trapped in the fucking uh, yeah in the that, crawl space that, the crawl space of the house. Like you would just think that like after a while. I'm gonna tell you what bugs me out about all this shit is that a lot of like people's parents are literally bringing their kids to R. Kelly thinking they could get signed by him. I mean, he uh, <laughs> he had an amazing writer in 2018. Are you gonna bring your daughter to R. Kelly to get a deal? Yo, like, well, they was talking about this shit earlier, like the whole uh, Van Lathan turning down the Jonah to come to Kanye house. Because it's like, it's easy to go at your idol or to criticize your idol. But when your idol turn around and be like, yo, come through, the average man, like, you, Michael Jackson was raping kids and shit. But Mike be like, yo, you want to come check out the, the, the amusement park? Like, shit. Motherfucking yeah. right, I want to see the, yeah, the like, That's park, how motherfuckers mate. are. So it's like, yeah, it's easy to be like, R. Kelly ain't shit, this and the third. But R. Kelly be like, yo, I could write your daughter a hit. Motherfuckers be like, 
This bitch ain't doing nothing else, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting no effort. That's how he got these chicks and Colts right now. It's that's how Colts normally work. Like <laughs> it's the bait and switch. Like, like somebody like you, you not you like search for a job. Don't nobody go on the internet and be like, I'm trying to join a cult. And like you see my resume. You, my resume like, I, mean, I guess my tip is just it's like yo, if you a father, if you a mother, it's just like yo, you gotta know what R. Kelly is about at this point. Yeah, but like people be like, yo, fuck that. Like Seriously, my people be poor and impoverished, like, man. Like they brains don't be working properly. Yeah. Like all they eating is fucking bread and butter and like, like sugar know, sandwiches and Kanye shit. Like they don't got like Kylie Jenner or no shit like that in the crawl space. Like these is piss poor ass girls, little yeah. scum bucket bitches from Middletown, <laughs> USA. Like yeah. <laughs> bitches from Yoakum Street and shit. Like like it don't be like Yoakum. Street. <laughs> it don't be like top notch <laughs> people that he be like getting to go to fuck do this type shit. It, it's a like predators prey on yeah. weak. Yeah, what they say on American on American pimp. You know, you all type of bus stations and train stations and shit like that. Beach, it's motherfuckers on skateboards <laughs> looking for some direction. <laughs> you know it's a pimp job to come through like you're supposed to, hungry like the werewolf of London, and come up on something. That's just how that shit is. Like you never seen a lion eat a lion. <laughs> you know, <laughs> a lion eating plenty of gazelles though, <laughs> right. plenty of zebras. That's the way it works. Like. You know, you don't walk into the pool hall and be like, I want to play the best player in here for a thousand dollars. No, you want the nigga who don't know what the fuck he doing. That's just how it go. Real shit. Think about it. who would you rather play head up for a hundred thousand in poker? Justin or Phil Ivy? No diss, Justin, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm taking Just all fucking day. I'm gonna run right over him. You know what I'm saying? Steamroll Just. <laughs> Real shit. Real it's shit. just the way it goes. It's like the predators prey. That's what it's called in, in poker, like finding the fish at the table. The motherfucker who has no conscience of what the fuck yeah. he's doing. That's what a predator does. You prey on the weak. So it's like, Kells know what the fuck he's doing. That nigga came out on stage with a sign that said, All you gotta be is 18. Oh my god! At the I fucking Apollo that performance was crazy. Remember that shit? Yeah, he wasn't even singing his songs. <laughs> he just was, was freestyling. All you gotta be is eighteen. He like, hold on, that's a poster board right there. Yo, right, break this down. Remember the chick was like, he got all his kidnappers searching the fucking crowd. Like that shit was crazy. Like Kells is just like that. Like he's a weird fucking dude. A psychopath. Ain't even weird. Kells like Kanye is weird and a con and like lost. Kells is he's a criminal. Yeah, he's Kells a is a criminal. Yeah. Like, Kells is literally a deviant. Yeah. Like, there's no way Kells is getting into heaven. I bet my last dollar on it. <laughs> I'm just keeping it at a bean. There's no way he's getting into heaven. There's no barter he can give. <laughs> Not to mention he married Aaliyah. Yeah. Yo, that album cover is creepy. Yo, it shit. get creepier every time <laughs> like every you look time at you it. Look right? at <laughs> <laughs> I said that the other day. Every time you look at that AJ nothing but a number cover, it gets it's creepier. really Aaliyah in the front and R. Kelly in the back. In like, the shadows. Like, dog. Grayed out. <laughs> yo, like Kells is a real live nutcase, yo. And he, you know what's really weird about him? He dresses like a teenager. Have you seen him yeah. like in his like he dresses like a lime young green boy. tank tops and yeah. lime green Jordans? Like he dresses like a stone cold young boy. Like he's not fifty five. Kells is nuts, man. Pray for pray for anybody that comes in contact. <laughs> uh, Please watch that BBC documentary, man. We got like, a couple more topics. We're gonna take off the list real quick. Uh, can we can, since Rise here? Can can we talk about LeBron being, oh, being being the absolute goat? Can we talk about this? Yo, this past week, right of basketball, 
with LeBron and these baby dinosaurs specifically is just like it's so demoralizing to watch him find new ways to beat the shit out of them and for them to find new ways to lose to him. I hate the narrative because and, and I've gotten to the point where I told you I don't even argue it no more. I'll discuss it with y'all. Love Carl. I'm not arguing with nobody. Fucking Ari Spears at me this week. I'm blocking that nigga. I swear to God. I'm Yo, not, y'all got a rumble. Yo, remember, it's been going on for years. I'm not arguing with nobody anymore because the hatred that goes for LeBron, it, you can't fight it. Nah. I watched the narrative over the last week change from, oh, he barely got past the Pacers team. The Raptors is about to run all over him. You even was like, yo, second round exit. You're like, yeah, I've been saying it. that shit all year. But you didn't flip your script. You just accepted it, yo. He's just the fucking best nigga out there. I was wrong. I seen you tweet yeah. that. Motherfuckers went from, oh, the Raptors about to cook him. They ain't not getting past them to, to oh, the Raptors some bitch ass niggas. <laughs> he in the weak ass eats. And I'm just like, yo, I'm not doing it with motherfuckers. It's, it's really the same revisionist history that we had with Floyd Mayweather after he beat everybody. It's, it's just unbelievable, though. At this point, I said it earlier today. I'm not arguing it anymore. I've already made a decision. LeBron James is the best player. Yeah, absolutely. I just I I I can understand you a Mike guy. I understand it. It it's a it's a debate that's probably just going to go on. As far as I'm concerned, the man is number 1 in playoff scoring. He's number 2 in playoff triple doubles. He's probably going to finish number 1. He's got 21, Magic got 30. He's number 7 all-time scoring in the regular season. He's got 31,000. He's going to pass Jordan. He's going to pass He's going to finish next year with like 32 and some change or close to 33. He's probably going to finish number one. If he just has four more seasons where he does 1,300 points, he's going to get right. 38,000. He, he, he just had a 2,000-point season. He's going to finish number one in scoring. No one else on that top 20 list is as high as him on the all-time assist list. And if they are as high as him on the assist list, they're not as high as him on the rebound list. Most playoff points, most playoff triple-doubles, the length of which he's been doing. You know how many playoff games he's played? 227. That's fucking nuts. It's 80 games in a season. <laughs> this nigga done played almost an extra three seasons of playoff, playoff basketball. And yeah. 15 regular seasons. The man is literally the best person on the fucking And he's court. getting everybody. The same way it's, Jordan was, he's getting everybody's best shot every single night. Even they, even yep. the Cavs missing him, he's getting them. The, he literally gives Jeff Green an opportunity to score 25 points a game. I've never seen nothing like it. Yeah. Yeah. Kyle Korver looks like Clay Thompson right now. Kyle Korver's averaging fucking close to a dub. It, it, like He literally can make you look better than what the fuck you are. Like I've watched this series and he's just beat the he's just demoralized these guys to the point where it's like he's found a different way to beat them every game. He just hit him with a fucking buzzer beater off glass and I know he called the shit cuz I could see the way that it fucking angled and the way he kissed I it. I said all the- that shot the other night was my homie he explained it great. He was like it was the most off balance difficult Easy. Yeah, well, it looked easy as fuck. Toying with a motion yeah. shot I've ever seen. It was like, like, a, like it, was it a looked fuck hard, you but yeah. it didn't look hard. It was one of them joints where you about to leave the gym and let me throw up a, some shit before I bounce. Yeah. And, it, yeah, like, oh, fuck, and take this with you. Fuck y'all. My thing is with Brian in this series, it ain't even the buzzer beater. It, if you watch game two, the last six minutes of the third. When he hit him and, with all them fadeaways. In the first five minutes of the fourth, that 11-minute stretch. 
the fadeaways that that nigga was hit. Like he literally hit like eight of them straight. It was just retarded. It's like yo, because I was tech, I'm like, yeah. he's doing this type shit now where he's like. He has a jump shot. Like, like yeah. remember at like 08, 09, LeBron's jump shot wasn't really there. Like, it was like, if he shoots you like, eh. LeBron let the ball go now. You're like, oh, that's money. Yeah. If you watch the shot he hit against the Magic in the uh, Eastern Conference Finals mm. in, what was that, 09? Oh, 09. No, it wasn't 09. It was 09. It was 09, yeah, because the Magic went to the Finals. If you look at that shit he hit against the Magic, when he shoots the ball... He stepped back and was like shocked it went in. Right. He took a second and then threw his hand up like, oh, oh shit. shit, it went in. Yeah. You watch him now, like when he let that shit go he knows. the Pacers, he turned around and had his hands like this before the <laughs> ball was in. Like, he know. And that's why I, I said the other day, ain't it crazy how the LeBron isn't clutch shit just didn't age well? Oh, yeah. Like, it just yeah, didn't it age really well did. at all. To the point where it's like, yo, Jordan has four career playoff buzzer beaters. LeBron got two this week. <laughs> like them Jones just didn't age well. It's so to the point where Kobe looked funny in the light. Ain't that crazy? But they they un, unpacked that shit like two years ago. They like this is just the facts, and and, and we all in here worship Kobe Bryant for yeah. perspective. Kobe and AI, my favorite players ever. They unpacked that shit. In 2016, like it's just factually incorrect that Kobe's more clutch. What Kobe has uh, over LeBron is he's made more difficult shots than anybody. Mm-hmm. He's made more contested shots than anybody. But a lot of that shit is by design because Kobe's a fucking bull in a China shop and he don't give a fuck sometimes and he's going to shoot over everybody. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that shit drops. But LeBron hits at a higher clip and he takes better shots. I've never seen anyone to where it's like, you know, because you watching the you watching the basketball like I do. How did the the game against the Timberwolves earlier this season? How did it end? You remember? Yeah, they, they threw it to LeBron in the post. No, before that, what was the play before that? I don't even remember. Jimmy Butler drove to the right. oh yeah, LeBron block. blocked. Yeah, he blocked the shit out. He of blocks him. it, and then what? They throw it to LeBron, buzzer beater at the top of the key. The game against the Pacers, he blocked whole <laughs> depot shot, and then they threw it to LeBron. He like I've never seen that to where it's like. Not only do you make the offensive play, yeah, you, make you make the, the defensive, defensive stop and do that multiple times. And it's like that shit when he got that chase down block against Iguodala. And it's crazy because you remember I tweeted that shit years ago. LeBron's going to have one of them blocks that's going to like save a game for a championship. Remember? Yeah. And it's like sure enough that shit came. Because then he, have a, he had a similar one against Indiana. Doug. The nigga chased down the nigga. The Paul George Indiana team. He had a yeah, chase down job. He, did, he yeah. did. Doug, when I seen him block. He straight got Jason Richardson out the league. <laughs> Remember Jason Richardson had the breakaway and went for the 360? And LeBron straight chased that John down. They straight, like, Jason Richardson wasn't in the league after that game. Like, it just fucked up his whole career. And it's like, I remember saying that shit, like, yo, he going to have a chase down block that's going to, like, alter history. And sure enough, he yeah. hits a chase down block to, like, win a championship against the 73-9 and nine team. So it's like, I he, he just matters so much on both sides of the rock. And it's like, yeah. I think he has five All-NBA first-team defenses, and Jordan got nine, I think. Mm. Jordan was a great defender. Yeah. Led the league in steals three times. Mm. I don't take that away from him. My thing with Jordan, though, is like you got to understand he was taking the ball from Dana Barros. You understand? Mm. And fucking Rex Chapman. And various other uh, tax accountants. Like, watching them dudes play now, it's just way more grueling, way more taxing. And, it, it like, for LeBron to dominate after 15 regular seasons, 
227 playoff games. He's 15 years in. No, don't forget all Olympic basketball, too. Dog, watching this nigga just be the best nigga on the court night in and night out after all his basketball, and it don't... He's getting better. Yeah. See, I wasn't even going to go there with Jordan and say he was playing, like, accountants and all that. I just think with LeBron being a forward who can play all five positions, he just impacts defensively more than Jordan. Yeah, like, it's crazy. You could put LeBron at small ball center. Real shit. It's like as good as a defender Jordan was, he's really just a, a better on-ball defender. You're not putting Jordan at center. Fuck no. It's like. So you're not putting Jordan at three sometimes, depending on who the fuck is out there. I think it's crazy. It's like the NBA kind of fucked up, though, putting the Celtics and the Sixers on the same night as the Cavs and the... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, Because yeah. it's like those are the two series where it's like all the action. Like yeah. the Rockets and Jazz, it isn't compelling. No. Yeah. And the Warriors and Pelicans is good, but still it's like... It's the Warriors. It's the war Exactly. <laughs> so it's like... K, I, I think AD is the third best player in basketball, but AD needs like an image consultant or something. Something's just not <laughs> clicking to where he can like be the draw. Well, he's, he's in New Orleans, yeah, and he looks like shit. Yeah, so neither of those two things are helping his status as the you know the second best player because they was trying to give 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 it to Cat over him yeah. early in the season. They like Carl Anthony Towns might be better. No, the fuck he's not. Dude, I was telling I mean, people dude made a glass. He get injured every two games. That's the problem. <laughs> but I was telling people fucking four years ago that Anthony Davis is better than LaMarcus Aldridge. Motherfuckers like, no, he's not. Like, no, yes, he is. He's light years better than LaMarcus Aldridge. Way better. Way better. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't know. We'll see how this shit all ends. It's like, uh, I, I, I just, it's, it's, it's annoying to watch people run with the uh, rhetoric of, oh, well, Jordan won six chips. And I was saying it the other day. I'm like, you know y'all championship shit that y'all like throwing out the Jordan stands? You know it doesn't even make sense because going by your theory and your like rhetoric, y'all should be telling me Bill Russell is the best yeah. nigga ever. Like, but nobody's going to do that because like, nobody gives a fuck about Bill Russell. Bill Russell won eight straight championships. Yeah, 11 overall. He won two of them Jones as the coach while he was the player. <laughs> right, player. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, you do know the MVP award is called the Bill Russell, Russell Award. Yeah. Like, and I always say that, like, why do y'all go to, oh, Jordan? Like, that's what uh, Ice Cube said the other day. Jordan got six rings. And Shannon Sharp, like, well, Robert Ory got seven. Like, so I don't understand yeah. that. Like, that shouldn't be the argument that you run to because it's a team accomplishment. And somebody made a lot of sense. They said, all right, well, Jordan is six for six in the finals. If he played 15 years, that means nine times he didn't make it. LeBron's been to the finals eight years in a row, about to be nine. He said, no, so. Seven, about to be eight. Well, seven, about to be eight. So, if anything, give me the guy that, <laughs> even though he's losing in the finals, he's going against. Powerhouses. He's going against all-time great fucking teams. So give me the guy that's giving you the chance to win more times My than thing not. Is, is when you just look at the metrics of it. Jordan went to the finals six times, and he was an underdog once. It just is what it is. LeBron went to the finals what eight times. He's been an underdog six. And you just know, people' favorite thing to say he is was oh, a, he was a favorite in eleven when they lost, and he was a favorite in the first year against the Spurs. The first year against the Spurs, twelve. They yeah. won that. But it's like, yeah, every other year, the Thunder, they were underdogs. Yeah. The Spurs in 07, they was underdogs. Spurs in 14, underdogs. All the Jones against the Warriors, they was underdogs. Yeah. Jordan went to the finals one time as underdog. The year Carmelo and them won the MVP. Like, people don't even want to, like, acknowledge that, like, the teams he played in the finals weren't that great. No, he was better. They it was an old Lakers team. Like, Vladi <laughs> Vivac dead. was dead. was old in 91. <laughs> it's, like, it's like Magic Hamstrings blew in 88. Them niggas was done. They yeah. was toast. 
the Trailblazers. It's like, yo, it's Clyde Drexler who was an all-star. And Cliff Robinson coming off the bench. Yeah. Fucking, what was the center name on that team? Duckworth. Uh, Duckworth. Like, yeah, like, they weren't amazing teams. The Suns team was pretty good, but they were still favorites against them. You figure you coming off of two back-to-back chips, you got to be the fucking favorite. It's just what it is. Yeah. They played the Sonics, which was like... Ain't nobody named Detlef winning no chip. It's like, you know, it's just what it is. They got a, They had a nigga on there, um, you know, Frank Rakowski. Oh, Rakowski. <laughs> so. And something else that people don't acknowledge is that every player in the league presently, with probably 97% of the league presently in 2018 are Michael Jordan athletic. Yeah. All of these motherfuckers are Michael Jordan athletic. Yeah, what's up? Michael Jordan was the only one in his era that was Michael Jordan athletic. Even Clyde Drexler, a great athlete, wasn't Michael Jordan athletic. Yeah. <laughs> like Russell Westbrook is Michael Jordan athletic. Yes. Yeah, it's just crazy. Eric Bledsoe is Michael Jordan fucking athletic. I really hope Brad Stevens wins the uh, coach. He has to. He's I, he's I, a, you know how he's I love Brad he's fucking schooling the shit out of yeah, like, Brett yo, Brown. I, like watching the Sixers like just get like put in a box. Like, he literally put them in such a space to where it's like, you can be that picture I showed y'all the other night, <laughs> where literally they're just standing there like cops and daring Ben Simmons to shoot. And it's like, he can't pull up for that. Nope. Yeah. What Drake say? I got everybody on safety. They won't take shots. Yeah, they need me. It's just like, that's how that shit look. Like, they put them in. And I, I, people get mad at me. I said it the other day in my job. Motherfuckers all hating. I did ass think Embiid and Simmons cannot, like, they're. I don't think they ever become champions together. It's not hating. It's just how well, I, feel. I mean, Ben has to dramatically change his game. He has I, th- to, I think they really need faults for it to happen. I don't think like I just think they're two different like you watched Embiid sit down mm-hmm. and the sick Ben Simmons looked like the greatest nigga to ever touch a But they were playing lottery teams during that during They that were, but they were running so well. Yeah. They were running. I just I honestly think they need two different type players. I told you none of that. I think Joel Embiid needs a point guard like Rondo or Lonzo. Mm-hmm. And I think Ben Simmons needs a center like Anthony Davis. I just don't think them two together. Because Joel Embiid, for one, is going to have to get way more in shape. Yeah. And Ben Simmons is going to have to learn how to shoot. In this era where you're a score first point guard, but you got Damian Lillard, Steph Curry, Westbrook, Kyrie, you got to shoot the rock, yo. You yeah. can't be out there as a liability in a fucking transition and can't pull up. Real shit. Yeah, you look when, nuts. When you can't out big people <laughs> and, yeah. and and then you gotta start making fucking shots where you've been exposed now. I'm just happy that Jason Tatum is looking at Jason as Tatum, he is. Tatum is Tatum a because fucking I, man. What, what did I say in the pre draft, Ra? You said he's gonna be the best player in this draft. I, I, I said it. And even with Donovan Mitchell, I still am holding. I think Jason Tatum is going to like did he finish leading the league in threes? Um, I'm not sure. I knew he was there for most of the season. But it's like just leading the league in three-pointers for the year as a rookie right. is like, yo, Jason Tatum. And you watched him the other night. Like, he was – you seen what he told Embiid? You got lucky as shit, though. <laughs> like, I was about to dunk all on your motherfucking right. ass. You got lucky out here. I fucked with Jason Tatum. So The Sixers could have used him the other night. I, I said I, I don't see how the Sixers didn't take him. but that's I mean, that's Coangelo. I mean, we had Hinky. Hinky never make, makes that trade. James Harden. You think that's his comp? You think that's who no, takes? No, no, no. He, he's the one that led the league. Oh, James Harden led the league in threes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, James Harden might scumbag him the MVP this year. I hate it. <laughs> I mean, Russell scum, scumbag the fucking MVP. Yeah, Russ ain't deserved that Russ, shit. He didn't I'm, deserve I'm, I'm still hot at that Russ shit. Russ deserved that. No, the fuck he didn't. Yes, he did. Looking back, because once you turn around and do it again, we like, 
Oh, you're the best nigga on a horrible team. You, you're not yeah, the MVP of the league. First round shit. exit two years Honestly, in a fucking row. With you, Kawhi deserved that shit last year. Because Kawhi had that motherfucking team balling. Yeah, they did. And then you seen when he got hurt. They, they shit. went from up 20 <laughs> to losing outright against yeah. the Warriors. Like, to me, he should have won the MVP. Yeah, true. Yeah, Russ definitely shouldn't have got that jump. Hey, real quick, you want to talk about this Kevin Hart shit? Oh yeah 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 yeah. So J Cole put the video out for. Uh, oh yeah, I saw this. For Kevin Hart, oh, no, I was talking about. Okay, well we can go that into the other one. Put uh, I was we can go right into the next one. So he put out the J Cole put out a video uh, called Kevin Hart. It basically, the song talks about the struggles uh, that a man faces. You know, being successful, being in the in the entertainment industry It's basically like pussy everywhere, and it's looking for me. How do I avoid it? And he, you know, it's basically like. I thought it was dope because number one, Kevin Hart's in the video. Mm-hmm. Number two, this is kind of like one of the final steps to him really like publicly like living his truth and um, you know accepting what he did and you know and apparently his wife was uh you know was a- aware of the creation of the song from the beginning and all that and they met with J Cole and he talked about the video and Kev agreed to do it and all that shit and I just think artistically it's like a moment in like culture where it's like an artist and um you know an actor comedian whatever are coming together to create something you know for the people and both of them being vulnerable and saying hey this is like the pitfalls of like what successful men go through and you know kevin hart ain't the first nor the last motherfucker that's gonna get caught cheating on their wife it just so happens that his shit was such a big huge scandal uh, namely, in part because of the next thing that we about to talk about. I haven't seen the, the Kevin Hart's video. Uh, I haven't listened to J Cole's album. I'll be honest. I listened Girl, to it a little out. bit. Huh? You missing out? I mean, I'll, I'll try. I'm not even really a big f- fan of J Cole. That album is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Like it start off a little slow, but last seven to eight tracks, he get rolled. I'm gonna tell you album I have listened to. Have you listened to Post Malone's album? No, I haven't. That shit all that. I ain't listened to that. <laughs> you know he's number one in the country. Yeah, he's number one did, in the universe. Nigga did 500,000 this week. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus Christ. I didn't think Post Malone was like that big of a star. Nigga did half a mil in a week. I'm yeah, like, Post Malone is huge. Fuck? He just don't take showers. <laughs> <laughs> this album's I listened to like the first seven joints. This album's pretty good. I'm going to listen to that on the way home. But yeah, did so, you see that Childish Gamb- Gambino video? We, that's we, what we're going to talk about after the Kevin Hart with you. Oh, we got yeah, two more so, joints, Justin. So the, 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 so, the, so the Kevin Hart cheating scandal took a crazy-ass left turn this week yeah. uh, when it was revealed that the extortionist was his friend. Somebody that he's known literally for 15 years. I like, see him going on like a lot of shit. Too. Yeah, absolutely. Because he got a funny ass face. He looked yeah. like a salamander with an afro. Yeah. So it's easy he to like spot him. reminds me of a thirst from the Sprite commercials. Stuff. Yes, yeah. exactly. So apparently this is a guy that, uh, you know, Kevin vacationed with. With fucking, he put him in three or four movies. Like he was at his wedding. He was at his wedding. Like this is his like his guy, and he tried to fucking extort him for ten million dollars behind a fucking cheating scandal. And it's just like the craziest shit ever because it's like, yo, if you're gonna betray a Kevin Hart, who the fuck, who you gonna be loyal to? Really? Like if a motherfucker put you in, a motherfucker put me in three, four, like cameos in a video, I'm gonna be loyal for life. Let alone three, four movies. And you gonna fucking do him dirty and try to extort him? That's horrible. That's some crazy. That just goes to show you don't have no moral fabric at all. Motherfuckers is pieces of shit out here, yo. Like it's when I seen it, I'm like, damn. Like they got multiple pictures together. I'm like, damn. Like your your folks. Like straight trying to ruin your whole shit. Yeah. And the biggest problem is like 
Dog, you could have skated under the radar, but you just went to the fucking moon and the stars and asked for ten million dollars. Like, nigga, for ten million, my wife can. Do, I'd rather my wife divorce me and take ten million than to pay some dickhead in the shadows ten million. Because then you gonna think the next ten million is coming after I pay you. Like, what do you think I'm fucking made of money? I'm not no fucking moron. The one silver lining here is that the whores maintained from yeah, the beginning yeah. that it wasn't them. We thought it was the whores. We thought it was the whores. It was not the whores. So shout out to the whores for holding it down. <laughs> the whores are now up one. You know what I'm saying? Usually it's the scumbag whores that take pictures of you when you sleep and all that. It was not the whores this time. It was Kev's man set up a camera in his room. What the fuck Who would have thought That these hoes is loyal <laughs> Who would have thought That Chris Breezy Would be proven wrong Yo, ain't that Oh crazy? my god Like your man Set up a camera In the hotel room To catch you cheating And then held that shit And was trying to take 10 mil from you For the tape You're looking at your homie Like Why didn't you just Ask me for something or present a business something like nigga. This is not the Lindbergh baby. Like, how do you ask for ten million for a sex tape? Like, no. like my wife know what she got into. He like no disrespect, no disrespect. Kev Hart probably had a Nico eating plenty of pussy over the years. Like, I'm pretty sure of it. Like, he was married when they fucking met and when they got together. And I don't care how many times Kevin Hart tell that story that she didn't. No, you're fucking lying, nigga. The timelines are looking funny in the light. So I'm pretty sure you didn't probably toss her with a broad or two over the fucking years. Because we already seen that you a wild nigga and you in the threesomes and all type of crazy shit and eating bitches' asses. So I'm pretty sure that the woman you marry is not no docile. Sexual creature that's not fulfilling you So you just You probably got a crawl space For sure Yeah <laughs> So with that being said It's like All the things considered If we from the outside can analyze this and say Asking for 10 million is too much How a nigga that's on the inside can't be like I probably should have asked for 750,000 You know what I'm saying Like why you can't compartmentalize that Like yo you kind of went too far like you drawing. 10 million <laughs> A Russian hitman costs a hundred thousand. Nigga be back in Moscow before the motherfucking blood dry. Yeah, real talk. <laughs> like, nigga be gone. Like, what? what are you say four brothers? I pay for out of town hitmen. I get in town hitmen. <laughs> you know what I get? In town police. <laughs> in town problems. That shit real. God damn. Uh ten million? Pray for Everybody around Kevin Hart spank, <laughs> That shit is crazy You gotta take spank phone Everybody Watch all the niggas You gotta incinerate Everybody phone My wife My wife gonna call me On that number Nigga fuck your wife Nigga You wanna You wanna, you wanna stay part of Heartbeat You don't have no you phone Nigga <laughs> You ain't got no phone Nigga yeah, yeah. But uh, one last thing Before we get out of here Um <laughs> I saw think pieces today. The video just came out, and I, I it just was bothering me so much. Um, Childish Cambino, Childish Cambino is Donald Glover. That's him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm. I'm trying to explain this to earlier, and like my homie's like, "No, nah, that's two different people." I'm like, "Nigga, no, no, the fuck <laughs> is it?" I'm like, "He like, no, nah, that's his brother." I'm like. What the fuck are you talking about? No, like, that's his brother. You know what I was watching the other day? I was watching fucking the best of Martin clips on YouTube, and fucking Hustle Man walked in the fucking res- in the studio with the fucking kazoo tape. Yeah. He said, "He said Hustle Man, what you doing?" He said, "He said no, you got me confused, cheap. I'm Hustle Man Silas, <laughs> boy for the Wintons, brother." When that nigga bent down <laughs> to pick up the beat. <laughs> He said, how, 
real fun on me, man. In front of the man. I see you tapping your oh, feet to the pick up the pieces. Real quick, we gonna get back. <laughs> Hustle Man has the funniest fucking little like snippets. Like Martin forty five seconds. When they, you ever see the joke when when Martin lost his wedding ring and Hustle Man came walking into the barbershop Said Hustle Man is in the house. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga made his own theme music when he walked into the barber shop. Oh, oh man. Oh, hustle Man used to crack me the fuck up. Yo. Yo. <laughs> Fucking Hustle Man. He was like, yo, you got any wedding rings? He was like, oh, yeah, that's over here in the jewelry department. <laughs> and pulled a bag of rings out of his pocket. Damn, but yeah, you made me think about that. But no, Childish Gambino released his uh, new song. It's called This Is America. Um, the video has internet on fire. Twitter. He did like 7 million views in a day. Yeah, everybody's fake smart today because they literally are breaking <laughs> down this video into so many different angles. You saw the video. Yeah. You saw the video. video. Yeah. Watch a couple times. What you got? Uh, what you? Got? Look, I want to hear Rod first. Right, so, I, I'm, I'm gonna I only watch it once. So okay. it's like yeah, I watched I watched it a couple times. So my my initial thoughts is he's making a statement about the status of America and like gun control in particular, and the fact that like if you black, you can get your hands on a gun fast easier than you can get your hands on a fucking college degree, yeah. and niggas is just killing niggas with like no recourse mm -hmm. and the, specifically like with the choir shit that was a, a, a ode to the Dylan Roof shit right with you know motherfuckers getting shot down the gun church. shit going so far people going in churches and killing people in churches and you know it's like <clears throat> America enables you to get guns and to kill motherfuckers and do this and do that and then they hunt you the fuck down at the end of it at the end of it all because but when they gave you the tools that enabled you to go and criminalize yourself instead of giving you the tools to educate yourself and to lift yourself up and fucking be a better person i thought it was interesting that like while all the chaos was going on people chasing each other shooting each other stabbing each other breaking into cars throwing fucking molotov cocktails him and the black kids was doing the shoot i thought yeah. that was interesting <laughs> yeah. where it's like no matter what we keep the party going yeah mm -hmm. Did you notice who that was playing the guitar? Playing the guitar? No, Trayvon I didn't. Trayvon Martin's dad. Oh, shit. Oh, wow. And then he shot Trayvon Martin's dad in the head. And then later on in the video, Trayvon Martin's dad with the bag on his head, bloody, is still playing the guitar. Right. Like, he lost his fucking life, but he's still moving along to the wow. beat. Crazy, right? I need to watch that again. Hey. So it's like, it's it's a lot of little little parts to it like i peeped and when he walked on i'm like oh that's straight my martin pop yeah and that's who he shot in the head to start yeah. the fucking video and i know like scissors in the video scissors in it. i knew the, mm -hmm. when i saw the nappy weave i'm like oh that's scissors <laughs> you know what i'm saying it's like the um it's a lot of little shit in the video mm -hmm. that's just like the fact that when he shoots trayvon martin dead or when he shoots the choir somebody rushes in and takes the gun with a cloth and like you know, it's like Guns get treated better than the black people. people. Yeah. Like it, it's just a lot of little shit in the video. The think pieces I saw today were just too much. Like let it, let it just sit. Let it walk. Yo, niggas over. got full blown like YouTube reaction videos with like production. I don't know tour. where this became a thing, but they get hundreds of thousands of views. People will film themselves reacting to whatever the new video is. Yeah, like oh, the yeah. the Joiner Lucas joint. Motherfuckers have videos where they're reacting to the shit, and I'm just like. People are retarded. People will watch anything. People will watch anything. Yeah. I told you the highest paid YouTuber, nigga, he makes 15 million years playing video games. Yeah, I mean, like, esports is, like, the, the next big thing. Like, that's... 
It's nuts. But the video is 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 it's definitely good. The song and then at the end he's getting chased by everybody. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, mm-hmm. regardless of you doing all these things, you're a black man. We spoke about this earlier before you got you, you still gotta run. Yeah, you going down. That's why to me when people talk about like the black on black crime uh, you know, narrative versus like police and and white people just in random white people killing black people, it's not the same. Because when I kill Ra or when Ra kills Matt we go to fuck the jail. Yeah. Nine times out of ten, we go to jail for the fucking rest of our lives. And when police officer uh, Brakowski kills me, he go he get a fucking paid vacation. He get fucking to go see a psychologist, and then he get his motherfucking job back. And that's the difference. Like, there's nobody being held accountable when that authority figure takes my life. But I'm gonna go to jail for the rest of my life for killing Ra. I don't even like the fact that they bring up black on black crime. Like people who live in the same area, it's, kill it's each called other. proximity killing. It has exactly. nothing. To, it's yeah. like it's not black on black crime. Like white people who live by each other kill each other just as much. Yeah. It's just like that's just a a way of like caping. <laughs> yeah. I never thought about that. Yeah, it's called, it's a it's a it's a segment thing. It's called proximity killing, and it basically is like, all right, let's take the the race part out of it. Let's look at where people live. People who live within close quarters of one another kill each other. You know why? Because they're going to come in contact with one another, and that conflict is what creates the fucking the domino effect of murder. Yeah, I kill Ra. Uh, fucking Ra cousin kills me. My brother kills Ra cousin. It's, it's it's a fucking cycle. And if you look at motherfuckers that live in trailer parks and shit like that, or fucking Mexicans that live in New Mexico and Southwest Texas and shit like that, it's the same fucking shit because mm-hmm. you're gonna kill who you come in contact with the most. Yeah, true. But nobody has no segment, no segmentation about Chinese on Chinese killing. It's not a thing because they're not trying to marginalize them because they have an economic power structure to where they can say, oh, you want to play that game? Watch this. We're going to put X amount of ads on television talking about the bullshit that y'all do and nobody wants to deal with that shit. Nobody talks about, uh, you know, Mexican on Mexican. Like They don't talk about that shit. They, well, you know what they tell you when you hear about Mexicans on the news? They're the fastest growing popula- minority population in America. That's all they talk about. The whole Obama administration, that's all they talked about. They mm. you never heard a segment on the news about the rise on Mexican on Mexican killing. Yeah. And you never will. Yeah, Even true. with Donald Trump trying to get these motherfuckers going, you ain't gonna hear about, oh, they killing these. You might hear about them killing white people or some shit that they're gonna try to create some sort of spin machine, but you never hear that. You know, Donald Trump really might be the worst president ever. Ain't no might. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ain't no might. It, it's bad. Like, he doesn't it, have no sense. Just how Kanye doesn't have no sense of, uh, you know, sensitivity to other people's feelings because he's just literally blurting out whatever he thinks at the moment. Donald Trump is just fi- he's on the job training. He's just figuring this shit yeah, out as he really, goes along. Right. So it's like, all I know is I got rich friends. I want to serve my rich friends' interests because when I'm not president no more, I still got to go out here and be a rich white man and be friends with these rich white motherfuckers. So I got to help my friends. It's the same way if I'm in jail and I will look up one day and you would have motherfucking warden I'm having a party every motherfucking night as long as it don't get you fired because I still want you to be the warden. So I'm going to push my boundaries all the way to the very, very edge of what's going to make the situation hot. But I'm doing what the fuck I want, though. I'm getting my dick sucked on the visit. I'm eating all the fucking commissary. Like, I'm doing whatever I want because my man is the warden. And if I got a problem with you, I'm getting you moved off the block. Yeah. Simple as that. So it's the same shit with being president. It's just to the highest degree possible. Yeah, pretty much. 
Shit is crazy. It's a shit show. But uh, you got anything else you want to throw out there? I'm well, done. Go watch that video, y'all. It's called This Is America. Watch uh-huh. This Is America. Watch Kevin's Heart. And then watch that Hart Kelly uh, documentary on the BBC, man. Yeah, I'm going to check that out. And if you haven't listened to J. Cole, listen to that album. I'm gonna check it out. I'll listen especially, to it. Especially listen to um the last track. The last track? Is that what it's oh called? God. No. Um, oh. It's 1985. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I heard 1985. So that shit is crazy. Okay. What's it about? I'll let you find out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's, ta- he's talking about another rapper, but it's like really dope. Okay. I'll check it out. The um anything else you want to throw out there? Uh listen to the sneaker podcast, first inaugural sneaker episode, sponsored by Kicks USA. Listen to that. Um listen to you know the first fifty four episodes. There's a lot of people that's just now getting hip to the show. A lot of them text me daily, where's the new show? The new show is out now, so you're listening to it. Um and you know, make sure y'all are leaving comments and ratings on iTunes. We need that shit in order for us to chart because for all these fucking downloads that we're doing, we should be having way more fucking comments and two hundred thirty nine comments is not enough. Oh yeah, and don't forget to do your best to spam the other uh fake realist podcast ever. <laughs> oh, there's another one? Yes. Yeah. Yo, we have a doppelganger. A, I listened to an episode of that. It sounds like these guys are recording off like the speaker on their cell phone. <laughs> It's some down south shit. It's some Geechee country well, they're, they're, bumping they're, shit. They're using the Anchor app, which maxes you out at a 20-minute episode. Oh. Uh, so this is just stupid on stupid, basically. Yeah, it, it's it's some guy that decided to record his podcast on his iPhone and then upload it using a free app that slams it with advertisements from their company. <laughs> Damn. We shouldn't even be talking about them on yeah, here. really. It's like, that's kind of a bad look. I just want them to no longer exist. <laughs> I mean, y'all about to be on a Ruth picnic. It's not like they could rock with that. No, no, no. After. Yeah, they they may not even know we exist. Oh. In all reality, but just a pity. We're in 77 countries. You got to know something. This is a new, a new outfit that just popped up last <laughs> week. We've been we've been around for a year and 4 months now. Like, you got to know something. Uh, follow me on Instagram, man. Makes me sick. Uh Don't follow me on social media. Fuck y'all. <laughs> Uh, Twitter, Matt makes me sick. Uh, stop following me on Snapchat. I don't. <laughs> yo, I get so many. Add me on Snap, bro. Yeah, I was like, yo, I don't use this joint at all. Uh, you got anything you want to put out there? Um, peace and blessings, positive energy. That's it. I'm, I'm just dead. happy Rod came over. <laughs> Absolutely. Right, that's what's dope. We close now. So Rod just like, oh shit, I'm about to slide through. Yeah. All right, cool. Now that ride to the northeast was yeah, some other that shit. shit. Was stressful. Wasn't it's it? like, <laughs> like you do you need me? <laughs> <laughs> On the episode, we found Rod. Do y'all, y'all sure y'all want me to? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we out, man. We talk to y'all next week. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's.